advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all I just love the feel of that song. Yeah. Fucking so good. Order a wrapper for lunch and spit out the chain. Come on. Jesus Christ. That was good. That was a a perfect pick. Yeah. Gonna miss him. He did. Yep. He died. Bomb too long ago. Yeah, meatloaf. (laughs) Your legs are meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. My legs are Betty White right now. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Yeah. After you get out of the pool, post that. Your story. Yeah. Just got out of the pool and five in the morning. My legs are Betty White. Yeah. My balls are Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> cold as fuck. Yeah. How cold does the pool get? Right oh, these days? You, in the middle of the day, it's cold as fuck. Well, it's forty-eight degrees. It's, I don't remember the coldest it got. Um, I always, I always fucking shoot it with the laser thing, take a picture of it just to kind of keep record. I'd have to scroll through my pictures, but I think at some point it hit thirty-eight or something like that, mm. or thirty-nine. Mine or in the day, in the daytime, if you stick your arm in it. It goes numb. Yeah. Like, it's fucking cold. Like it's fucking chilly. And how long do you stay in? Um, Lately, six minutes. It's like fresh and on. Fresh, fresh Yeah, on. this morning I stayed it's in a not. long time because the sun was out because I slept in until 6.30 and the sun came up. But I, I basically walk up to the What's edge it of the supposed pool. to do? What's uh, supposed to, I don't care what you do. What's inflammatory response. Do? Like for for one thing, like for okay. you though, right now you're trying to lose weight. It's supposed to help you with that. I don't know because I'm mm. I'm like equaling it out with Taco Bell and bullshit because I'm eating mm. vegetarian and there's a whole lot of bean I'm not burritos trying to and lose ramen. Weight. I am losing weight. I know, but nice. I'm just saying like, yeah, so if you get into the cold water, if it's below a certain amount, the cold exposure causes all kinds of weird like hormone releases and anti-inflammatory response. So mm. it's supposed to help obviously for your joints. And yeah. And I know that like, like um, athletes do it. But the stuff, other thing know. that allegedly is that, um, it can turn white fat to convert to a like brown fat to, to something like brown fat and brown fats more easily metabolized. Hmm. Um, it's like in the stage that's like ready to be burned for, for heat. Hmm. So your body, your core temperature drops and your body's like, fuck, I need to warm up. And so it starts trying to like fucking mobilize, like move some shit. What do I got to do? How am I going to increase my body temperature? And it's going to try to burn fat. And so it starts converting white fat into a like brown fat. I what guess if you like, did it before you went to bed? So what you're saying? Oh, I've done that. I used to do it twice a day for a little while. You sleep really good. You sleep so really easy, good. So it's yeah. easy to get rid of, of the brown. Yeah. But the whites are impossible to. It's not get impossible. Rid of. It's that it's like one step away from. <laughs> it. It's like one. Oh, that's <laughs> I was being real serious. So. I, just, uh, I gave Dave the nod. Yeah. Yeah. It turns into deportable fat. Yes. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's. You don't need it. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. What we need. You deport it. Yeah. But I guess deport. when uh, <laughs> I guess when you're a baby, you have way more brown fat. Like, but we lose that ability because we put on jackets and shit. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. in like like when you're born, like 
you would have you would utilize that that function so you yeah. would like feast and you would store body fat but then your body would burn the body fat to create heat so that you didn't get cold because mm. you're running around in like a fucking yeah. animal skin back well, that's in the day. that's one thing i was reading about water intake um was that because uh, i was like you know you always hear people you know drink gallon water a day drink right. gallon water all this shit i'm like that's a fucking lot of water a lot gallon of water, water is right. a lot of fucking water so i'm like so i'm like what is is a gallon a day bad or who should be drinking a gallon of water and like and I was reading this article and it was saying about, it was like, yeah, you should be drinking, you know, this much water. Unless you live in a cold climate, you should be drinking more water. And oh, I was wow. like, what the fuck? It's because your body is actually boiling that water out, like, or whatever, you know what I mean? That's right. what I equate it to. It's using that water to, warm to fucking warm your body. Yeah, which is a weird fucking thing. I never thought about that. Well, I know in a colder that, climate, you need more I know water. if you have a an outdoor dog a go fuck yourself you're a horrible person oh remind me b, vodka dog remind me b that. you're supposed to like when there are cold snaps you're supposed to like increase their caloric uptake mm-hmm. because if they're out in the cold right um they, they're, they, just, they shake they're gonna they, burn yeah, off more yeah. calories so yeah that's crazy probably the same thing with yeah. water yeah yeah it's it's uh that uh, that was interesting to me i never thought about that yeah and i was like wow that's actually yeah that makes sense yeah. like that that yeah. doesn't make sense so I, i've been on the mission to find shin black because it's like just ramen's kind of on a scarcity right now and like Isn't not it? that i'm gonna eat it oh yeah fuck you don't go to the grocery store and see that's, just yeah, shrimp left on the shelf i don't go i haven't gone yeah. to the grocery store in two fucking years yeah so ramen's like at a bit of a scarcity <clears throat> compared to you know that's no, how the, that's the first thing that goes yeah it's always you know Ramen. The paper ramen, the cheap stuff goes. Yeah. And so uh you walk in there, it's like an empty fucking section. There's like shrimp and then like tapatio bowls or some shit, right? right? And uh if you try to find shin black or shin red's available, shin black specifically for some reason is like twenty dollars for a five pack on the fucking internet right now. Shin, and like unless it changed, the shin veggies are good and they're easy to find. Yeah, you know, I don't ever see it in the store though. These no, motherfuckers that Amazon, are going yeah. in these motherfuckers that are going to stores and buying shit and then turn around and selling it on yeah, Amazon. Fuck, it's fuck literally it. ruining Amazon. That like it's is. going that to really be is. the downfall of it Amazon. Really is. So is, is their open marketplace. On yeah. Christmas, uh, my mom was over and she's like, Yeah, man, well, I've been on ramen kick lately. I was like, What ramen are you eating? She was like Marshawn, fucking whatever, you know. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, you fucking, you don't even know, you're missing out. I was like, let me go look at the cabinet and see what yeah, I got. I got all kinds of shin. So I go, I go grab the shin and I fucking hand it to her, and she fucking goes to the cabin. They eat it for dinner, but she pimps it out. She chops yeah. up like ham and green onions yeah, and mushrooms yeah. and stuff yeah. and makes it all badass. So she messaged, uh, messaged me back, and she was like, my stepdad. She's like, Brett said he threw, he's throwing away all the other ramen. He's like, we're only eating that now because the the noodles, just yeah. the noodles, oh, the are shin so much better. Are yeah, the, the shin noodles, but the bowls don't have the same noodles that the pack have. No, the pack. Um, the pack has yeah. these thick noodles that they're better. And so then it's because the bowls are an instant. She got like, hooked, thing. so she went to Walmart and last time she came to town and grabbed like, oh, let's get a family pack because it's here, like it's yeah. in the Asian section. Should've and then she went, came back yeah. and was fucking gone. And now she's fiending for fucking shin. Right. And so I, I was like, I bet Albertsons has it. It's like it's always That's an Albertsons. That's not all she's no, fiending for. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, it's like in that weird section with like it's by the soy sauce. His noodle's big, but it isn't soft. No. no. Uh-uh. So I fucking go over there and it's they had like six packs and four shin bowls or something. I just cleared yeah. it out and I went to the counter, and bought it all. So then my mom came to town to see my daughter go to formal or whatever, and I gave her uh, three of the family packs. And she was like so appreciative. She's like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "I'll find more at Albertson." So I give her like half the stash, right? 
And then um, I Maddox wanted a, a Whopper. And I was like, all right, I'll get a fucking Impossible Whopper. And they got like two for six. That's a fucking deal, dude. Yeah, it is. A fucking Whopper for three bucks? Yeah, that's fucking comparatively like the Taco Bell value menu. So I fucking, like Albertsons was right by that fucking Burger King. So I fucking jump in that Albertsons real quick. And sure enough, fucking full shelf of Shin Black. So I Albertsons fucking, is really good at the, their little That's Asian what I was telling you, though. That like, fucking, like, it's like always well yeah, stocked. Yeah, because like, he messaged me. He's like, dude, if you find this anywhere. And I was like, I see it all over the fucking place. Yeah. Where? It's like gone everywhere. And Usually I was like, no, you do. Like, yeah, Usually you do, I, like, I see it all over. Gone, it's gone, but Albertsons has it. So. I had just went to Albertsons and there, I saw it there. Like, yeah, I Albertsons, like, oh. yes. And you were like, oh. Yeah. It's because, yeah. So I carry out like fucking, I don't know. It's a class of people four, thing. Four um, family packs and four shin bowls or something. I throw them on the counter and the girl at the register is like, is this really good or what? I was like, oh, this is the best ramen. Like, you'll never eat other ramen. You, you see, you, you don't want, you, you're trying to find it. And then he's telling everybody. Yeah, no, you should have said, no, it's kind said, of bullshit. But my but wife, here, like, listen, yeah. listen, there's an yeah. Asian couple in front of me. Yeah. That's like, and legit, she's an idiot. Like barely speak English Asian couple standing in front. And the cashier is like, is this good? And the Asian lady turns around and puts her hand on it. And she's like, this is very good ramen. And I was like, oh, damn. Just gave the fucking yeah. Asian. Have vote. you went to an Asian market? Um, no, because I heard it got shut down. I didn't go. Everyone's saying to go. I, I will go to the Asian there's, market. There's one track, off yeah. uh, Gosford and White Lane right there. I, I might it's go fucking, fucking great, dude. That's a great I, I might go yeah. crazy, though. I'm really going to come back good. with like a rainbow. I mean, no, they like, might have it there. They, they, might they have do. They have a whole there. fucking aisle of crazy ramen that you've never yeah. seen before, dude. Well, I've probably seen a bunch of it because Dan fucking sent a shit ton of crazy weird ramen. But half of it was like... You're like, ooh, what is this? It's like octopus and cheese. Yeah. Like, no, they've fuck. got they've got a bunch because they had the shin veggie bowls. They had, yeah. I mean, they had right. they had a whole section. I need to check out shin veggie. Stuff. It's a nongshim. It's the same brand. It's nongshim. It's a green. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But and, they're not and, the big bowls though. They're like smaller bowls, yeah, yeah. so you have to do two of the bowls. Yeah, oh, my buddy Bob was eating those shin bowls like long before. Yeah, the like, red shin bowls are good. Yeah. Then they're kind of spicy. You put the fucking black teco in there, dude. I'm telling you, that is the fucking. Wasn't I the one that told you about the black shin bowls? No, you know who it my was? Buddy was. You told me about shin bowls after I was eating the shin the shin black cups. Oh, uh, okay. That, that yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, Salem, oh, and you were like shin bowls. Yeah, that's right. That's Salem right, yeah. uh, Salem Straub on Instagram, the dude that makes those badass knives. That's the dude that fucking introduced me to the Oh, the knives that we don't have. Yeah. Yeah, nah, he ain't gonna send us one of those, dude. Those things are fucking crazy. Like, mm. I think he sells those for a lot. Yeah, like they're oh, fucking. Man, he's know. got the crazy like fucking Discovery Channel thing. That's like that yeah, sucks. Yeah. I gotta cut his name out of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's more famous than us. He's got like I don't know thirty thousand followers know, on Instagram. Never know. So. Yeah, he does good his, shit. That shit's badass. Yeah, but he's yeah. the one that actually turned me on to uh, Shin Black. Yeah, and then and, and with Black to be honest. Yeah, when yeah. you put with Black tech on that shit, Black in it. Because I put I put mm-hmm. it, you can take a black in the green bowls, and it's just mm-hmm. it just fucking elevates. Yeah, man, that's my go-to. Like I love triple X, but in those fucking shin and shin ramen, I put fucking black. It's yeah, so I forget the brand. There's a brand that uh, they sell at Sprouts, and it's like they sell the ramen noodle packs, but there's it's just noodles. Okay, and then they sell the broth in like broth oh, containers. You can make your own so you mix cook, and match. Yeah, you cook the noodles, and then you Step add the up. broth. That's kind it's of smart. It's fucking good, yeah. dude. It's fucking good. That's the broth is so good. Me and, me and Mondo I, hate, a, I do not like sprouts, though. Me and Mondo got in a battle like because he was like, you ever go to a ramen joint? I was like, I have fucking, I'm reserved about spending $18 on some shit that I feel like is a dollar fifty. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about that, but he was like trying to swear that it's like, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. I was like, man, I. It's I, worth it, man. I, to go to a ramen restaurant? Yeah. Like I used to get the ramen, the, the shoyu ramen yeah. at, the, the, at the noodle pot? bowl. At the noodle uh, bar? Or the noodle bar when yeah. it was here. Their ramen, fucking delicious, dude. It was so good. Okay. I'm, I'm just, just so, and it's I'm just so picky. I'm like, that, it's I like just got want, mushrooms just and want, sprouts yeah. and cilantro. I want and chicken and beef uh, top bowl. ramen. Like, that's like, I'm so yeah. picky on like all the shit that they put in that shit. Like, 
Like mushrooms out. Oh, well, like, you don't. The, the, that's the cool thing about the shin black. Like, you don't have to put that veggie pack in there. I like no, 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 no. Yeah. I like the shin oh, at a restaurant? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. like if you go to like a noodle bar, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you go somewhere, like it's like, fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, what the, the fuck is that? Noodles. I don't know what the fuck that yeah. says. Like, I don't know what that is. I'm going to get some bullshit. Yeah. Like, when we went to There's fucking, fucking crawdad in there. Yeah. Like, when I get the potato <laughs> fucking. It's got whiskers. It's got yeah. Fish heads. I get the potato <laughs> flautas, you know, and fucking, it's just garbage. That tastes like cinnamon or some shit. Yours is gross. That was not good. dude. That's what happens to me, though. I'm like, I'm trying to be open. I'm like, I'm trying to go, hey, yeah. I'm here at the vegan restaurant. Brad's trying yeah. to, you know, I'm going to try some shit. My sh- you know? my shit was and good. everybody's saying how good it is. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it a yours, try. I tried yours. It wasn't fucking good. terrible. It was like, From all why? accounts, it sounds like you guys went to a fucking bust your ass vegan. No, it's the no, fucking what I got was top. Good. It's, like one of the, it's like the highest fucking place in fucking Los Angeles. It like was some, some fancy bo- place. Fancy ass motherfucking mamas or mothers or fucking i don't know what the fuck is called yeah, what did i get i don't remember what i got anymore like just i don't know some fake cheese enchilada thing yeah. i think but you got flautas and it tasted like cinnamon though. It was terrible like, there was it was sweet i'm like i i eat salads you know what yeah. i mean like they don't yeah. have meat on them so i know fucking <laughs> yeah, like fine. i know right i know that fucking like it something can, with no done. meat can be done yeah. like what the fuck right. are you doing right like jesus christ cheese and rice I've had good potatoes before. So the key of this ramen talk is put your El Yucateco in it. Yes. Mm, that's, the, yes. that's the most important take. I mean, on anything, really. On anything. Um, the uh, other key up front here is we always want to thank our patrons. Um, if you go to, uh, if you like the show, if you've been listening, if you like it, if you want to support us in any way, even just a buck a month, like for $1, you get like a couple hundred bonus episodes. Um, if you go up to five, you get like I love your father. And even, yeah, he just skipped yeah. right yeah, on. Yeah, over I that. do. The love of your father comes with it. You're no longer a fuckface peasant. You're yeah, respected. So, it comes the, with so skull. much. A lot of perks just for a buck. Just we randomly uh, select someone. If we ever go camping, we randomly select one yep. name and yep. we would allow you to show up to camping. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have but, to shower though. Uh, that's, it's, it's a great way yeah. to support us. It helps us keep the show alive and keep mailing out stuff to people and trying to engage with people. It's super helpful. Great way to support us. Really cheap. Um, other tons of other benefits as well that you can go in and look at go to patreon.com black slash sofa king podcast and you will find us there it allegedly um, lowers your blood pressure i heard yeah yeah, yeah. Allegedly. allegedly of course yeah, it has not been proven by the fda yeah. but that's what they yeah. say. no but i mean people yeah. you listen to the show it, and, the best way to say it is improve you know, circulation. circulation it could mm-hmm. yeah. it could it definitely could improve circulation. it could just from it laughter could. Yeah. exactly it could I mean, it provides um, longevity. Mm-hmm. It could improve masturbation. Yes, it does. You're into that kind of thing. It does. Not judging. There has to be somebody that masturbated when we're on. Probably. I did three times today already. Uh, oh, really? Just yeah. to us? listening to us? While we've been here or like before we got here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the squirrel sleeping bag or yeah. the cock the cock Is that with the... Is that the jock strap? Is that uh, the, jock, the mystery jock strap? Because on the third store? time, I got to tie it off like a heroin addict. I can't get it up anymore. <laughs> I got to strap it down. It's, just, it's all the, bul- the blood it's, in there. It's bulbous looking. <laughs> like it it's like oh, it's smaller man. at the base because uh, I tied it down. It's so tight. It, it, it has the sheen of an eggplant. I'm all, yeah, like yeah. It's so tight. You know how like when people get injured, how like it's always so swollen. Yeah. It has a yeah. shine to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Just yeah. like a, it looks like a drowned person. Yeah, it has jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's bloated. It looks like it has jaundice. Oh, no. uh, you have jaundice cock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was yellow when I started. Yeah. 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 And if you eat a lot of carrots, if you're digging what we're picking, go to podbelly.com. <laughs> you can't um, come up with a new one. And yeah. I didn't even try. And you were, uh, you will find, uh, if you're great, baking what we're making. Yeah. If you're uh, oinking what we're boinking. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a list, there. bro. We yeah. got this. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, go to podbelly.com. You'll find all kinds of other podcasts and podcast-related information. Also, a directory if you have a podcast. or If you're fucking pigs when no one's looking. Is that too much? Yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't work. Okay, man. I felt like that was going to be awkward. There's a directory there. So if you have a podcast or if you like a podcast, you can put it in this directory that people will see and hear and love. If you need a Robert Picton, a new podcast, you can go find one there. There you go. Pig Farmer. What? Yeah. You don't remember our episode on Robert Picton? No. The Canadian pig farmer that fed his victims to his, in his oh, barbecue yeah. shack? I vaguely remember that. Yeah. If you're porking what we're dorking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's there. Mm. I would switch it. If you're hamming what we're I would, slamming? I would say mm. if you're dorking what we're porking. Oh, okay. That, okay. Yeah. Isn't that what he said? Slamming no, what we're hamming? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Slamming yeah. what we're hamming? Yeah. If yeah. you're taken by our bacon? There yeah. You go. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There is. I'm trying to think of other things for pork, but I'm not. So our topic <laughs> today <laughs> is uh, this is a subject that I've uh, brought up several times. Um, it accidentally led to our episode on the Red Hot Chili Peppers um, is Tom DeLong from uh, Blink 82. Now, for the record, uh, sorry, 182. <laughs> for the record, I don't give a fuck about Blink 182, <laughs> even though I'm going to give it its due diligence. Well, yeah, and that right. was the whole thing. You guys kept putting Blink 182. No, because I kept, like, but I kept saying like, the alien like, guy from Blink 182. I never saw the alien yeah, guy. I don't yeah. understand. Well, they said so, then he, so then Brad was maybe like, it was the first time you said that, so and then it was just like Blink maybe, 182, yeah. Blink 182. I'm like, why? It always said Tom DeLong. I think the reason is like I just know that he's fucking alien crazy, and Dave is what that's what I wanted. So it was assumed. That's like yeah. that was the focus. Yeah, was that the, guys, so the, then he counteracted, and you guys fucked up assuming I know anything. Yeah, but he was like, "No, if we're gonna do that, then we should do Red Hot Chili Peppers." And I was like, "Yeah, oh, see, okay. and that's so, the thing. Yeah, right. that's like that's right. why I was like completely out of the fucking yeah. like. Yeah, you guys are more into the alien scope, you know. And uh, so, the but the, the main reason that I wanted to cover this is because of his. It's a fucking mouthful. I always forget what it is. His to the stars and the, to, to the, the stars to and the stars academy to the stars and beyond academy of arts here? and sciences. Um, it's just to the stars academy. to the stars yeah. academy of arts and sciences. Um, it's bad. It's, that's retarded. Now it's stupid. It should yeah. be to the stars. The whole and thing's kind of dumb to now. be honest. It's yeah. a little weird. No, like, I know the whole fucking thing is is very weird. He's the like, whole thing is very fucking weird. And I mean, like, we're like, to the, like the Scientology, like fucking no. But it's like, but there's so many legitimate people involved. He's and like, he's like Scientology, able, same it's way. Fucking I mean, weird man. They were able. They're able to get. He's like, I got a three star general, and we're gonna make a children's book, and then I'm gonna t- make a fucking uh, like a soundtrack to it with my fucking angels and airways band you're like what yeah like and we've got a we've got the classify this file the head engineer in the book skunk works the with a, the ex-head of the cia and we're going to animate the declassification of this shit well but I they play. don't they don't have anything to do with it but. i know but i'm just saying at that point a, are you so smart that like you're just fucking you start like i don't just, think he's so smart to be honest. not not him i'm yeah. saying but like like there's other people that are involved like you're saying that are so um or that might be legit or something, you know. Well, there's different like, there's different branches to the academy, and one I have branch a, I have one branch deals with material sciences. One branch deals with collecting video like footage drugs. of UFOs, and then another branch is the entertainment branch, which uh, produces movies and TV right. shows. And he wants whatever. to be like Disney meets fucking. I don't even know. Yeah, mushrooms. He was on Rogan, man, and I'll, I'm going to say this like right up front: like my bullshit meter was fucking going off. My bullshit meter about a lot of the stuff that he says is going off, and he's really fucking weird. And the shit he says is pretty fucking. I think some of it's crazy real. out there, and I think some of it is like a grandiose thing. I think he has an yeah. issue. I think he has a little bit of an issue with like. But I mean, the over, fact of the matter is, pitching things. I mean, 
the results that this weird ass fucking group gets are undeniable. People they talk have con them, they have contracts with the fucking army, just the defense now finally, department. Yeah. Like the Pentagon has come out and said that things that they discovered and released are legitimate fucking military UFO yeah. encounters. Like they've done like some of the shit he set out to do with this weird ass fucking group. They've done like yeah, it's, but that it's wasn't crazy. that was a Navy video. I don't know how he got his hands on the Navy video, but he didn't discover it and release it. And they sort of leaked it early and like put it out there, but. Like it was a Navy video. It was out there. It was a know. Navy video, but supposedly his group and the now they're like yeah, his they're group collects out. those videos. So as soon as it was out, so the new was, Navy videos that they just declassified was that all shit that Tom DeLonge was even talking about. He, He's like baby Alex Jones a little bit, where he was like, "Oh, he was right about that." You know what I mean? Hmm. But some of it's a little crazy. But he also the he's also in a bizarre position, kind of like that guy that used to own Skinwalker Ranch. Where like for year I I always forget his name, but for years any UFO that was reported anywhere to the government was directed to this guy, right? And which this, seems kind of strange. This academy is kind of becoming that now. So if there is UFO footage that gets like that 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 any government gets. He is the sort of de facto give it to this group because they've got skunk work engineers and fucking CIA people and fucking three star generals. And so like now if there if there is a video that gets out, it goes straight to them. This, and then it's this it's is my thought. Weird. I think he had the money and the will um, because he had the interest yeah. to do this. And then I think that a lot of like top brass or like people that were in the know. Um, that were released from contract or had retired. Um, Maybe were like, like I'm fucking no, they don't like Blink One Eighty Two. They're like, well, I'm gonna be fucking bored. Know? I'm like retired. Like, but I used to run around and do fucking alien shit. I literally right. used to be investigating UFOs for the government, and it would be like a skydiver has like an adrenaline oh, addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like once they do that, they can't not do that. They need right. adrenaline. Right. And I think when you're at that level where you're like in the secret fucking rooms, knowing all the secret fucking shit, that you can't just go fishing when you retire. Right. I think that they're like, okay, this motherfucker wants to do this shit. I'll talk to him. Oh, and now they're like, oh, that guy's talking to him. And Skunk Works guy's like, I, I worked with him. I'm retired now. Yeah, yeah, Fuck sure. it, I'll work with Bill. And I think that like he just brought the people together, and they were like, there were a bunch of X people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they got together. So the government like, sure. doesn't necessarily trust yeah. Tom DeLong. They trust who he's working with I, I as think, far as like. Yeah, I think yeah. that the credentials yeah. that he surrounded himself with um, kind of like self-perpetuated them themselves and created a group whether he's and crazy it could and be, right well, it, like i think you're onto it like they go okay well this guy's got the money he's willing to That's shell out to say, yeah. into this shit yeah he's we'll worth, go ahead and do his, that his net worth is 90 yeah. million dollars so it's yeah. like he can pay them um like you know oh how much were you making okay well i'm gonna pay you 200 grand a year to be uh, the engineer for this company right. to the stars and we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And it takes a little while for $90 million to deplete. You can get away yeah. with this for quite a few years. And, and that's why the, it's, it's part of the smart thing that he did do is the, the entertainment division because they're right. making television shows on the History Channel. Yeah. They're making graphic novels, animated which, which movies. Funds, you know, and, yeah, and funds all of that shit. funding yeah. is now yeah. going to the UFO research. I'm and, not faulting him. Like, I'm not talking shit, but it's just like some of it is like, man, you, you just there's a bullshit meter like if you watch and there, there if you is watch a bullshit the meter sh- and- if you watch the Rogan episode you'll be like like I believe that he is definitely involved with these people they're definitely talking 100%. to him but it's that he's over promising I think and under delivering maybe 
Because he's Maybe. not fucking laser shooting box satellites into fucking space, and he doesn't have some perpetual motion machine and no. some zero point energy cold fusion shit. Like he was making promises that like he was going to be on Tesla's level and have this company. Oh yeah, stars that's all, was going to make cartoons bullshit. and launch satellites. Yeah, and no. it was going to change the world because he had yeah. some Tesla endless energy and like and, fucking and nothing is nothing's come of that. Yeah, I mean yeah, COVID yeah. happened, but I don't think that's stopping you if you got fucking they don't alien stop technology. aliens, motherfucker. Right. Like yeah. come on. Unless they brought it. Oh. Well, they did. They're well, they coming into it. our country. Unless the aliens brung it. Okay. Yeah. Unless they, they brung it. It would be funny if aliens didn't quite get the speech thing and they said things like Brad. Yeah. Let's be like, we brung another you know technology. An yeah. Oh, maybe that's a lot. He didn't say shit. Bleeber, bleeber, bleeber. Dave laughs uncomfortably. Um. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll cover him. And I will also say that um i have an astounding lack of knowledge of any rock or punk music from the era of blink 182 right. like i have a complete cultural blind spot it's like pop like though. i was i went through i was like like finding out what their top songs were and like watching the videos yeah. i recognized one Right. And it was like, th- these songs were like, what made them huge? And I was like, I've, I like, I don't even know what they are. And then I, I did, I knew one of them. Um, can't remember the name of it. And uh, <laughs> it's, like a sl- it's like a slower song. Oh, um, a voice inside my head. Yeah, yeah. Like that one. Right. I knew that one. But I think the. Hello there. Yes. The, the songs the that they did. Yeah. Like even the couple that I was like, oh no, I, I think I've heard that. Like I don't recognize right. yeah. that's. I think I thought all of them were Green Day. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I really uh, did. Like I thought, Green Day, though. like Green Day's I, way better because people talk about Blink One Eighty Two, and I'm like, I can't tell you a single Blink One Eighty Two song. And the couple of songs that are Blink One Eighty Two that Parker's I recognize, apparently right? yeah. I thought that's were, the only thing I know. Yeah, yeah, I thought were were well, a totally different. I'll band. go ahead and admit, I probably know every word to every song okay. on like one of the albums. Well, you How are I mean, they playing guitar and stuff too. Yeah, like I was like in bands and shit during like, that time. But they're very pop. I can play a couple like, of those How songs. are they regarded? Oh, the, the, they're popular. That's, they're not like Nickelback They were popular. Yeah. Okay. Except but it's for like poppy n- punk. It's nah. like, yeah, it's very yeah. poppy Yeah, it's like, it's uh, what's Charlotte? He even uh, calls. Charlotte's he even refers. I watched. Uh, I watched Tom DeLonge in Search of Tone, like a documentary about him and like the actual music portion of him. Um, in preparation for this, and he calls like some of his riffs like uh, nursery rhyme riffs, like how certain things are like anthemic, interview. you know, where you're like, oh, that is very anthem, like you can tell, like, but he calls certain riffs nursery rhyme, and I was like, I hadn't heard that term before. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. I saw that somewhere. But they're funny. I mean, they're funny, dude. They like run through Hollywood, fucking like butt ass naked, naked with yeah, their I guitars. Saw that video, this yeah. is and, the like, yeah, this is the album. I they're like dick. They're like us as a band, honestly. They're like dick. I remember this fucking, album. Yeah, yeah. That that's the that album like yeah, the cover. That's in, I know that that's, album. That's, yeah, that's that's the Enema of the State is yeah. I know that and album so, cover. I, when is, I saw that album cover, I was like, oh, I recognize that. You know, I think that's a fair assessment. They're us if we were a band. Like they're okay. making songs about dick jokes and fucking jerking off. Like, and just, they do have a definite dose of Chili Peppers to their behavior. Like 
you know, skater, take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah. Like, but a very particular type of rebellious. Right. Like, a let's get naked on stage, shock jock. Well, he tells, if a, you watch, uh, if you're into Blink-182 and you haven't seen it by chance or whatever, there's uh, Tom DeLonge in Search of Tone, and he tells stories and drives through his old neighborhood in San Diego, and he's like, oh, I fucking got busted for, like, breaking into that place, and I climbed on that roof and got stuck, and me and my buddy used to always run naked across here, and his dad right. fucking would bust us out the front window, right. and we'd be holding socks over our cocks yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, stupid kids, yeah. So I'm not in any way trying to talk bad about them. I'm just saying I I really don't fucking know their music in any way. Um, This isn't about their music. No, it's not. Well, it is at first. So so he was born in 1975 in Poway, California. I had to look that up. I was like, what the fuck is Poway, California? Never heard of it. The long Poway. It is a long Poway away. It's down by uh, San Diego. his father was an oil company executive. His mother was a mortgage broker, so I'm sure they were doing just fine around the the DeLong household. Um, he got a trumpet when he was 11, which is that the age when kids start band? Uh, time even junior early. high, yeah. I, I mean, guess, even in elementary, junior, yeah, uh, even in elementary, kids we, play a violin and yeah, stuff. Because we start, started, we started in middle school. I don't know what. So you're age ten you and are. in Six, third, you're ten in like yeah. third grade, nine or ten in like third, so eleven. Yeah, uh, eight, eight, third grade is eight. Seventh, seventh third grade is eight years old. Like, yeah, so that's 12, a little bit early. That's like early for it to have come from school. Yeah, like eleven. I don't think you'd get it yet at eleven. What instrument was that? He just a trumpet. No, that, was a, like a trombone. Just it was a Brent pit. Yeah. Um, he learned how to play guitar a little bit. Like the first time he played a guitar was at a church camp. Um, he also did some stuff with a flute, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, um, no. He, uh, skin on it. Yeah. Band skin, camp. With flute. Skin flute. Um, he, uh, then a little bit later, he got a guitar as a Christmas present um, from two of his uh, friends, which is kind of weird and kind of cool. He said it cost about $13. Probably. Okay, it was so like scrappy. Like, like yeah, it was like parts shit. of guitars. Yeah. yeah. Um, so mine's upstairs, 20 bucks and, uh, black cat firecrackers. That's how much that guitar cost. Nice. That one that was in front porch. For yeah. I was going to say, yeah. is that the one you bought yeah. back from? Yeah. Front for, for way more than it cost. A hundred. Well, I can't say actually, uh, lots of dollars. I sort of got a better deal. A thousand dollars. A hundred and thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. So Dude, a couple of people tried to buy that for me. Yeah. Sofa King people were calling Front Porch Music. <laughs> yeah. I had to give yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to give Luke instruction to not let anyone buy it for me. I yeah. said, don't let anyone do that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to do yeah, it. Yeah, but people were trying to do yeah, it. That's yeah, cool. That's, that's, that's awesome. super cool. Yeah. He's um, like, Yeah, you can buy it. It's three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the Hey Front Porch Music. Oh, you looking for Brent's guitar? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. that's gonna be three thousand. I'll yeah. give you the Sofa King disc. Yeah. Not a discount. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the disc. Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. Well now oh you want oh now it's thirty two hundred. Yeah. Um, so he visited a friend in Oregon who got him introduced to dinosaur junior, the descendants and stiff little fingers. I don't know. Stiff little fingers. No, I don't either. No, no, what the fuck I've, are the other ones? I've heard them. I've heard of dinosaur junior and the descendants, uh, and descendants with the glasses, um, the logo. And he, then he switched over to electric guitar, dyed his hair purple, started to skateboard everywhere. Like mm. he, he full, fully fell into the skateboard scene which I would imagine in the, you know, 
He said it was the in first the escape from your house. Yeah, in the late 80s in the yeah, San Diego area, off, yeah. you're going to be skating the yeah. fuck out of yeah. everything. Like, perfect his, weather yeah. all the time. He said his parents fought a lot, and he wanted to get the fuck out of there. And yeah. he said as soon as he got a skateboard, he's like, I could go, and I could go fast, and I could get far away. Yeah. He's like, I could just do my own fucking thing. Fast. <laughs> faster than foot. And faster than walking. Like, uh, dude, fucking <laughs> downhill shit's scary as fuck. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> um... So he started a band in high school called Big Oily Men. <laughs> Sound like that's going to go very far. Um, and then he founded uh, Blink-182 when he was 16. So um, he ended up, he got kicked out of his high school for showing up drunk um, and, or to a basketball game drunk. And they, he got sent to a different school and then he met um, their... He met Scott Rayner there, I think, who was their original drummer. And uh, they were at a battle of the bands for that school. And he was playing in a different band and they met him. And then a couple of months later, they met Mark Hopper, who was their guitarist. Is that the guy that you said you, who did you say you knew of? In the Travis band? Barker, the Travis drummer. Barker, the the drummer. You okay, he, he's the Neck second tattoo, Barker. Crazy ass tattoos. I don't know. You've seen him for sure. He looks like Chris Farrell, to be honest. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a ton yeah, like yeah, Chris Farrell. Yeah, does he? Yeah. Chris Farrell was him for Halloween, I think, actually. Oh, really? Oh, and he put, yeah. like, sleeve, fake tattoo sleeves yeah, on. Yeah. Was, he looked yeah, just like him. Yeah. So, yeah, this is his, because I guess the first drummer got replaced, and then I think the guitarist got replaced at some point, too. Everybody got, this is a band that was, yeah, it's like, like a that's a band. Everybody. Yeah. That's a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Corn's still around, but none of the fucking members, except Jonathan Davis, are there. still you know, in it. It's a fucking... Um, so, uh, this I thought was funny and it's a good hustle. He started calling local high schools, trying to get blink 182 booked to play like in pep rallies and stuff. Mm. And he said that they were quote, a motivational band with a strong anti-drug message. <laughs> he did worse than that. He broke into the high schools and put the flyers in the lockers. So he went to all the oh, local fuck. high schools and they like climbed the fucking fences and like broke into them and then just shoved a bunch of band flyers in the lockers because there was going to be this big battle of the bands and like no one would know of any band, but they knew I had a fucking Blink-182 fucking flyer in my fucking locker. So people right. knew, oh, I've heard of this one. You know what I mean? Uh, so that, they got a way bigger turnout or something. Yeah. I think uh, that old guerrilla yeah. marketing. Good yeah. hustle. Good hustle. Um so they um, signed with a small punk rock label in San Diego called Cargo Records, um, and they recorded their first album called uh, Cheshire Cat, which didn't sell for shit, but apparently numerous like musical historians and stuff say that it was a very important album in the history of music because it kind of like their whole genre of like punk pop or whatever you want to yeah. call them. Like this album pop was rock. kind of one yeah. of the beginnings it's of this thing. Pretty cool on that in search of tone, just <clears throat> watching how simple the riffs are like, and then when they, they fucking layer it and you're like, wow, like I remember that song. Like I knew a couple of the songs, any of the riffs, but like watching him do, I'm like, that's all they're fucking doing right there. That's all he's doing. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just like little fucking like one finger you can play it with. Yeah. You're like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. So um, they started touring nationwide and they went to uh, Canada and Australia um, and they started to get a, like this tour and this first album ended up getting a, a, a buzz in the music industry and there became a bidding war between Interscope, MCA and Epitaph Records, which is fucking hot shit. 
Like those are three record labels. And I that can't remember which. I don't think it was Cheshire Cat, but one of their their they just put it out on cassette, and they were like making it themselves or something. That was the that was their demo that they okay that they used to get signed with. Because he showed the it went into the record store. He's like, oh yeah, man. He's like, so we're back here. He's like, I would bring five tapes at a time because that's all we could like make. Because yeah. I had to like buy the tapes and yeah. like make the shit, and they would stick like on the shelf. X, and the guy like would call him like, and be like, and yo, record bro, record them, which would take yeah, live yeah. time, real time. Yeah, you have dual cassette recorder, like, <laughs> yeah. and so he would call the guy would call me like yo man your tapes are gone and so he's like well we brought 10 tapes and then we brought fucking 20 tapes we brought 100 tapes like we fucking sold like thousands of these fucking tapes and that little fucking tape caught fucking fire yeah which is pretty funny. Oh, cool. I thought yeah. I was like, I thought you literally, I was, <laughs> oh, I was like, fire. and unfortunately yeah. the thousand tapes caught on burned. fire they burned in the up. warehouse. Well, and it's like punk music too. Like they, they wanted like shitty quality. Yes, like they did. Garage yeah. band, yeah. fucking one mic fucking recorded. Yeah. Like my buddy Joel used like to fucking potatoes, have a backpack you know? full of cassette tapes from his fucking demo. Yeah. And we just like fucking sell them out of his backpack yeah. constantly. Yeah, like, and people love that like shit. That, yeah. Like, like the first sublime, like the sublime shit was like, fucking you could tell the band had talent at on some level but like the fucking recording was just Garbage. fucking trash yeah papa roach who got fucking big trash like their first albums and shit were just fucking terrible and people i know you like know. fucking you know tiktok and spotify and all that shit has kind of become the modern day equivalent of hustling demo tapes well it's so much easier to to make now it's even harder like you though. actually have to be like like if you make a shitty fucking sounding shitty quality podcast right now how the fuck are you doing that right you have access to you can get a hundred dollar mic yeah actually a forty dollar mic yeah and hook it into your computer and you have fucking 24 bit recording you could get away with a twenty dollar mic if you know which fucking mic to get like, i mean you can get a fucking no yeah that's what i'm saying i'm, I'm just saying pull it like, off, you yeah, know. yeah i'm just saying like Dude, you, when I, you, you can do the it. first band that we recorded i fucking did it I used the bathroom for reverb. Mm-hmm. We had fucking broomsticks instead of mic stands to lean over shit to like record up drums your up your button around the corner. I went to Radio Shack because there was no guitar center. There was no place to get like music mics. Like, I don't even know where the fuck you're supposed to get music mics back yeah. in the day. But I got Radio Shack microphones, like some dictation bullshit fucking uh-huh. had to put an adapter on it to make it inch, fit. They had an eighth inch yeah, fucking Yeah, and I had to put an adapter in, on yeah, that motherfucker. Mono. I went to Wooden Nickel, and we got a Porta mm. Studios uh, 007 fucking yeah. four-track recorder. Yeah, yeah. But then I had to, I bought that, and we all chipped in on it. And then I had to drive to fucking Stockdale. That's where you could have got it, Stockdale Music. Yeah. Because I went to music, Stockdale yeah. Music, which was like one of the only music places. And I got I think it was the only music special. Place. Well, Front Porch has always been there, but I don't think they had like that. It was guitars and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So they have yeah. like pro audio stuff. Stockdale Music had like metal halide dual sided fucking these weird tapes that had to go in the four track recorder because it would record tracks on both sides at the same time is how it worked. Yeah. And so then it had four tracks. And so that would record drums, uh, like one mic on every track side, like fucking snare, overhead, kick, whatever, and toms. And I record it and then I would bounce the three tracks to the one track. Mm-hmm. And it was destructive, though. So like you'd record that fucking song. Then you actually mixed it on the faders and EQ'd it. There was just it was like done. bass, yeah, mid, treble, yeah. and volume. You mixed <clears throat> yep. it on it through headphones. You're like, okay, that drum beat sounds good. Then you set track one to record, and so the three tracks would bounce over to the first track. Mm-hmm. And so it would and record, delete them. So delete you'd have them. Three, yeah. So then so now, you'd have three now tracks first free. track is drums. You got all three of those mics, and you got yeah. a good mix, and you pushed it to bass, one. guitar, and vocals. And then you did yeah. bass, guitar, and <laughs> yeah. we had one track left for vocals. Yeah, I know. And we, and we yeah. put we put the girl in the bathroom for reverb, and fucking she stood 
in the bathroom, dude, and we had a fucking microphone. We closed the door, and then we're like, everyone shut the fuck up, and yeah. then we played it, and she had headphones on and hoped it didn't bleed through the fucking yeah. into the mic, and that's how we recorded. We made some shit sound really fucking good. Like, I showed my yeah. buddy that had professional recording. He was like, you did that on the bathroom with that fucking four track? I, I mean, that's like, how yeah. Redman records. Like, he, has, he literally has a microphone in his fucking shower. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah, they, depends a lot on the of sound people you're do, going for. Yeah. Like one of my favorite, that. one of my favorite musicians is, is Tom Waits and he like, I mean, he won a, a Grammy for best alternative record or best folk record. I don't know what it was for mule variations and he recorded it in his chicken coop. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, I if mean, you're looking for a specific. Yeah. And it was like this old timey, yeah. funky. I mean, it's Tom if Waits. You, want so you some, can't really say what some, genre it is. Some wood. You know what I mean? Like, wood, yeah. like that was yeah. the sound of like the that album. That shit was a. Yeah. I need this shit to sound like it came out of a cabin. And like, you know? and the interview was like, you know, don't get, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like I made some, you know, I like, like it was a drywalled in fancy. Like I turned the old chicken coop into a studio. We just recorded in the, in the chicken, chicken coop. coop. Like yeah. It was just yeah. and though too, it's like you know if we if we change this podcasting area to like a, a building with just like some some fucking walls, you know what I mean? And it, it's got drywall, and that's all we saw. Like the the feel of everything changes. Yeah, you know the the yeah. way you feel and how you record. You know, uh, this it is surprisingly changes. like uh, sound wise worked out so well. Yeah. I think it's just yeah, so, it's not a lot of bounce. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of bounce because the walls are so textured yeah. and like there's yep. fucking carpet and it's just so eclectic. There's yeah. so many weird little things. All these bottles are breaking sound yeah. waves. You would think <laughs> it would be weird because it's so every all the surfaces are so hard. You know, what I mean, it's concrete floor, yeah, it stone walls. Mean anything, but I think yeah. the texture of those fucking walls doesn't allow so sound uneven. to bounce back. Yeah, it does not yeah. bounce back. Even yeah. when it was empty, I don't think it. I don't remember if it. It, it had a little bit of yeah. a little bit of. It depends on it depends so on much the mics stuff in here though. Yeah, that all helps, but. Yeah, it's it's just anything like, you know, you you're looking for a certain feeling, you know what I mean? If you want a real clean sound, you're going to go to a clean place, you know. Yeah. You want something grungy, you know, you're recording, you're recording in a fucking a, guitar. Yeah, exactly. Or in a yeah. guitar in a garage, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're looking for, you know, that, you know, that feel, you yep. know. So they record their second album, which I could not have been happier to learn was uh, yes. called Dude Ranch. Yes, it was. But I think because of the '80s show or whatever, probably not yeah. from fucking. Steven. No, not at all. But maybe but though, because they were making so it's, jokes. I don't know. It's like, funny because they might. Uh, I was just telling my my son about Dude Ranch about how we, he was asking about like kids' names, and I was like talking about how it's a girl or a boy right and i was like, like well like when kelly, you get older you come and yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah and i was like yeah. no i was like kelly can be a girl or a boy you know i was like mm-hmm. like rebecca would be weird if it was a boy you know right. like i was like but i was like even my name brad there was a show that there was a girl named brad right and that was dude ranch you know well there's a there's a, a girl who goes to jujitsu her name's bradley right hmm. so and it's a girl so i, was I know, like, know michael you know, is used as a girl's name is what kid me kids incorporated What's that? I vaguely remember, I remember it. The, I don't know. It was like yeah. the, it was before Dude Ranch, but hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that that came out. They did their Warp tour. Um, the guitarist started drinking a lot and was fired um, and replaced. Um, and then uh, Travis so is Tom DeLong the singer. Is that what yes. he? He's, he's the co-singer. They both sing. The co-singer. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, I think so, every, Travis Barker might sing too. I don't know. I think he does. Yeah. The bass yeah, player so, and the yeah. guitar player. I don't know sing. too much about him. So yeah, Travis Barker uh, becomes a tour mate. He, he he toured, they toured with him, and he was the drummer for a group called the Aquabats. And then um, he had to fill in, uh, and he, like at the last minute on tour that day, 
And apparently he learned the entire 20 song set list in 45 minutes before the first. I, I read kind of went I through read it. Yeah. Did you mean that Travis Barker learned all that? Yeah, I think so. I think it got. Yeah. Cause the way Travis Barker learned all that. The Cause drums, he's like one yeah. of the best drummers like yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty yeah. gangster to learn all that. But I mean, I mean also, a lot of it's punk. They though. were like, on tour together. Yeah. So he had obviously heard the set. I mean, he yeah. would have been backstage like, or watching it or, and if it wasn't you know, perfect, it's, you know, it's yeah. going to come together, yeah. you know, but still to so pull it off you, in 45 fucking yeah. minutes is pretty hot shit. Yeah. And this ran through it real quick. Yeah. Like that's it. So during this phase, like before they're like huge and in tour buses, like it started back when they were doing their first ghetto tour in a van and I saw actual footage of the van. van. It's cool just a van. fucking black, a gray van that cool, said though. Blink 182 yeah. on the side of it. Like um, a free candy van. Yeah. Like the rape van. The, um, but he said that they would sit in the van and then later he would sit in the tour bus and he would just be bored. And this is like pre fucking cell phone internet. And he would just sit there and read books. And then he fell down this rabbit hole of UFO books, you know, like beyond. Uh, beyond a, or behold a pale horse and all these fucking older ufo books from the 70s and 80s and he started reading all of them and it was even to the point that like his bandmates would remember that when they were finally upgraded to a tour bus all the lights would be out in the tour bus and everybody would be sleeping and he would just like open up the curtains and he'd be like looking out the open bus window into the sky hoping to have a sighting like especially <laughs> when they were like driving through the american southwest yeah. and where a lot of sightings are he would always be looking you know it was up there, i watched so. a, a a portion of travis barker on rogan like i didn't get to watch the whole episode but i watched him and they were talking about his experience with tom DeLong and being a bandmate with him and was he so obsessed and he was like, yeah, absolutely, man. He's just about it. Like he was talking about that. He was like, he would just, if it was a clear night, man, he was just like waiting, hoping he's going to yeah. fucking see one. He's reading yeah. about it. He's talking about it. He would just walk in and start talking about politics, conspiracies, and fucking aliens. He's like, that dude was just constantly, constantly. And one of the, one of the, he's obsessed. Uh, yeah. One of the articles said that the bandmates would like try to basically fuck each other over. Mm -hmm. And it would be like, I'm in the tour bus and he's now going off on a fucking rant about UFOs. And then as soon as someone like popped in to like grab some socks or something, the other one would like, like try to pull him into the conversation yeah. and oh, then yeah, fucking here. bail. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they yeah. didn't want to come here and talk to him. Yeah. He just want, wanted, he didn't care who he was yeah, talking yeah. to. He just wanted yeah, to, yeah, he'd be like, someone. yo, come over here real quick. And then as soon as <laughs> yeah. he turned his alien eyes to him, you would just slip away. Cause you were fucking tired. Like, hey Tom, tell Travis about that thing you were just talking <laughs> yeah. about. Okay. I gotta go. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get the beer <laughs> what, isn't that song called alien eyes alien eyes what's that song I think you've quoted that before have i yeah that felt i had very fucking alien eyes? Right now. i don't know, yeah. I don't so know then they released enema of the state in 1999 and this is what really fucking launched them um all the small things which i did fully recognize that song and then adam's song the the suicide song that and I, did, I listened to that yeah. one because it popped up as super popular and i didn't yeah, remember having like that, heard that it at all but they were yeah. i know they were huge they yeah. were in full rotation what was that when you said the, days, the, all the small yeah, things. yeah yeah and i thought all the small things was green day like i don't even know when green day started <laughs> yeah. i really don't know that, that they i just all, remember that one that video like it was on mtv or something it was like them riding in a fucking shot pushing each other in a shopping cart or something that's the only vision i have of that one like I don't even know if that's right or not. I just not, remember wanting to be able to learn how to play all those. It sold 15 it million copies, and a lot of people say that it was really, it inspired like a second wave of punk rock, even though a lot of people don't say it's truly punk it's rock. Really, yeah, it's, it's punk like pop soft, or yeah, something different. Soft, but, yeah. but they really brought this genre to the forefront 
um, with the with the and I'm sure you know as is usually the case with music, there were probably other that, bands doing a similar that, thing. Well, there was the ones that blew up. Yeah, that that time frame was was crazy because hip hop was changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the end of the '90s, uh, just regular rock. You know, yeah, like like groups like Alice in Chains and you know like like. Uh, there's a shit ton, man. There's that one. Yeah, just someone, like the, there's the, the grunge era, the grunge era, Nirvana, you know, right, like that, that right. type of there's stuff. There's a you stack know? of tapes or something. It's a meme that someone posted and said all of these albums were released in four months during the 1995 or And there, it was like genre, like music change. It was like yeah, this fucking, let's see if I can find that picture. Yeah, it was like, it was like, um, yeah, just the, the music industry changed at that. You know what I mean? It was kind of yeah. like the eighties to the nineties and that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the same, the same thing happened into the two thousands. Like, you know, right before that between Eminem dropped. Yeah. I mean, just tons yeah. of stuff that was like, yeah. just, it just changed everything right. all in that era. It was like something went on, you know, yeah. maybe he's right. Maybe it was aliens. Now, there were a couple of videos yeah. where one of them had like the slim shady blonde short haircut in a couple yeah. of videos that was so popular yeah. after slim shady showed up. Um, the, did you see the, the promo commercial for the Super Bowl halftime show? The new one? Yeah. No, I don't. It's pretty I don't, fucking cool. I don't watch dude. TV. It's pretty cool. I saw it on, on YouTube. Uh, yeah. But it's I like, had saw it's something a, about it. What it's is, like, it's like a little three minute thing and it's like Dr. Dre is like summoning. Oh, I think, uh, who posted that on like the chess board? And the then like you King see, group. David, you see Eminem, like forming lyrics in the air and then slim shady is also there like and they're mm. like battling for who controls this it's really cool there's some cool Who, david schmuck posted something about i that. think so I yeah think he, i think that's where i first saw it yeah um but so they started to have riffs um i i mean it's just it was a constant rift off between them their fifth album came out which they didn't name so everyone just called it blink 182 um by this point they were all older they all had kids and families uh, their priorities were shifting, their musical tastes were shifting, and the band just wasn't quite clicking like it like it used to. Uh, Tom DeLonge wanted six months off, like no recording, no touring, and the band was like, there's no way, that's way too fucking long. Um, and so he left the group, um, I think in 2004, and part of it was also because Barker had just started a, a reality show called meet the Barkers. Mm-hmm. So they, they yeah. needed cameras around all the time. And Tom DeLong was like, you don't want to give me the time off. There's fucking cameras here all the time. I'm not feeling it. I'm out of here. So apparently he left in 2004. Um, and in one quote, it said that he, he compared the, the breakup of the band or him leaving the band to a divorce. And he said it was a traumatic experience and a disaster. Um, so he starts to, he said that he basically had like a nervous breakdown. Um, and he went on a three week spiritual journey, uh, thinking about music and his future and all this stuff. And, uh, that was kind of the birth of angels and airwaves, which was his second band, or I guess his third band, if you count big oily men. There was also a <laughs> um, uh, fucking, not what was it called? boxcar racer or something there was something else in there too oh was there yeah there was another band time yeah so but he's he's still doing angels and airwaves like to this day they're still they're still doing recordings and i listened to what did the blink 182 mean like what was it was just a fucking name that there was no meaning never never like big oily men yeah that was like kind of his dad though 
His yeah. dad was an oil exec. So. And I liked like the music. I've only heard two songs. Don't know what they were. But the music that I heard from Angels and Airwaves, and they, I think they were much more contemporary. I don't think they were like way back from 2007. I think they were like in the last couple of years. I really dug the music hmm. itself. Yeah. Um, it was still him singing with that distinct. I can't, I'm not talking shit about the whiny singing. voice. Yeah. The whiny voice factor was yeah. still there, but the music had really evolved. Like it was just a more yeah. sophisticated, cleaner, more, you know, Oh, you really know how to do music. Totally different genre. Like it doesn't yeah. sound anything like blink 182. It almost sounds electronic <sighs> or trip hoppy a little right. bit with him, you know, hmm. singing, but, um, so totally different direction on on that music, and then so apparently Barker and which one I can't I can't fucking remember. So is Barker the drummer or the guitarist? Bar- uh, he's the drummer. Barker was the drummer. Okay, so Barker's the drummer. Uh, he survives a plane crash that killed four other people on the plane. That's wild, man. Can you uh, imagine being dude. that guy? Like yeah. a plane went down, you yeah. experienced that. Like, yeah, must have been a small plane. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Probably some little Cessna in the mountains or some shit. Um. But then that really kind of brought the band back together because everybody kind of came to the hospital and they're like, oh, fuck, are you OK? Um, and then once they started talking, uh, they ended up at the uh, 51st Grammys in 2009. Um, they uh, were there to present or or something. And they announced at the Grammy Awards that they were going to that they were reuniting. So they did a North American tour uh, in 2009 with Weezer and Fallout Boy, which was probably a huge fucking tour. I can't imagine that wasn't just fucking colossal. Yeah, I went Blink to, 182, Weezer and Fallout Boy. Yeah, I went, I went to Weezer, Jimmy World, and Jack Jack Boy, uh, Tenacious D. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's that, a was, cool, was, that was fun. That's yeah. a cool lineup. Um, but huge success. It was like their biggest tour ever. You know they were they were fully booking the biggest amphitheaters. Actually, I saw Blink. I went to a Blink concert. Did I you? forgot it was at uh, Strandler Park. It was uh, Offspring, Blink One Eighty Two, and I can't remember who the other person was. Yeah, I actually went to. A, I forgot. I saw Blink was it earlier on. Yeah, I don't know. I suck at time frames. Yeah, I know. But at this point, they're selling out amphitheaters. Um, they set out to record their sixth album, and DeLong, like I don't know the backstory, but it seems like a complete fucking dick move. Everybody was like, all right, let's get to the studio. And he was like, well, you guys go to the studio. I'm just going to record my shit from home and fucking send it to you. Sounds like <laughs> a dick move that Dave does like every other week. right? Yeah, damn. <laughs> At least we're doing it live. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. For, that would be like. <laughs> that would like, be weird. Yeah. I'll like, just hey, record. You guys talk and I'll, yeah, I'll record I'll by in. parts. So anyway, that was when Tom DeLong. Oh, dicks. Ha <laughs> ha. Big dick. Huge dick. <laughs> Put in your pussy. You're pregnant. Minotaur. Mm. Oh, dicks. Okay, but anyway, so Tom DeLong, you know, I would just have to record and pause. Yeah, I might have to experiment and yeah. try that one time. Brad inserts random shit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they went to record album number seven, and uh, the two of them, um, the other bandmates, uh, released a press release. And said, we were all set to play this festival and record a new album. And Tom kept putting it off without reason. A week before we were scheduled to go into the studio, we got an email from his manager explaining that he didn't want to participate in any Blink-182 projects indefinitely, but would rather work on his other non-musical endeavors. That's kind of dick move. Like, just 
call. Like those are your boys for years. Exactly. Just yeah. have the conversation. Yeah. Be like, hey man, this is the deal. Like I got so, something. I can't talk about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's top secret or some shit. Right. And they're like, sure, sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, they're, you're, no one's gonna fucking believe you. Yeah. Like at, so at this point, he was in the first steps of building the To the Stars Academy, and he had signed NDA disclosures with fucking CIA agents right. and fucking you know allegedly skunk, allegedly I mean, people from skunk. But Works people are and, on stage in that one fucking thing. Those are like top brass i went to their no, they are. i went to their linkedin uh for to the stars and um i fucking asked for their ceo to uh to add me i want to see what happens nice um but the uh the fucking ceo of podbean added me the other day and like messaged me i was huh. like what in the fuck like it's like see we're both in the podcast i was like yeah but you're the ceo of podbean that's like maybe it's just an auto thing or something maybe like maybe Brad, he's just like brad's it, t-shirt you know? response you know it's just auto it's not yeah. a real person so um whatever i'll tell him he said that yeah so he don't said that he, him, i'm texting him right now like yeah. hey this guy said you guys are it'll bullshit like, yeah it'll be like oh thank you for your interest <laughs> our office is now closed <laughs> so yeah so delong claims that the reason he pulled out of that project was because he couldn't dedicate himself to a tour and a recording session because he was just starting the to the stars academy um and uh, but he couldn't tell them that uh but either way it was still a dick move um and so he starts getting into all kinds of shit. So he he creates to the stars as a originally just as it like he starts it as a media company and he does apparently a lot of shit. So he started working with authors and doing novels where he would do soundtracks for the books and for the graphic novels. I feel like that story evolved to like excuse the fact that it's not just fucking hyperspace laser weapons and disclosure because when you watch his uh, in search of tone and when you hear him on the rogan podcast it seems more like that it went the other way like he started out with fucking crazy alien shit and trying to do all this shit and then it was like well nothing's coming of this maybe i'm still doing angels and airwaves i want to do a creative project i wrote a kid's book about an astronaut stuck on the moon on christmas and then it's like, well, I could probably do that too. Oh, I can make a theme to the book. Like, and it seemed more like the the creativity of the media, like the media part, came after. It was an afterthought. I, I don't think it can be though, because after to the stars was to the stars academy was formed, they had to buy to the stars entertainment wing that already existed and was producing graphic novels and books hmm. and angels and airwaves. Albums. Maybe it's just how they cut the documentary or something. I think it's everything yeah. I read was like, he established this thing, this entertainment thing first while he was still starting with the UFO stuff. Yeah. Because maybe he did, he did a, a thing called, because yeah, why would you call it Academy at all? Are you teaching someone something? Why is it Academy? I don't know. But at first, it, when it was an Academy and it was just to the stars, okay. he released a thing called The Poet Anderson, which I think was a series of graphic novels, and some of them got turned into animated movies, and then mm. Angels and Airwaves did the soundtrack. Right. The The stills I saw of it looked really cool, like a cool right. style, and there became a bunch of them, The Poet Anderson, and they all had different titles, The Poet Anderson Wasteland, The Poet right. Anderson something. I don't, I've, I don't know what they are. I've never read them. He wrote a children's book called The Lonely Astronaut on Christmas Eve. Message Bob and see if he knows anything about those graphic novels. See yeah, if they're the, worth money. The, the poet Anderson. So it's called an academy, I believe, because they're trying to teach they're trying the to world. mix culture, um, yeah, and teach the world with the uh, say, scientific teach the, phenomena. Teach the public, you right. know, yeah. 
So yeah, they signed on. So his the in the uh, the original to the stars that was just entertainment. They focused on books, comics, albums, and films. Um, they ended up signing a publishing deal with Simon and Schuster. Um, they teamed up with some sci-fi authors. So the, and they did a thing called uh, Secret Machines and Godman and War. Some different books. So they, I mean, they were they were create they were definitely that creating media. Cool. Content, yeah, like it, that's content. all cool. Like yeah, it, it's just so weird. It's just so fucking all over the place. It's, it is. It, I it mean, really I guess is. it's just not your normal. Like, oh, you don't have spaghetti for breakfast. It's, it's I think the other thing is though, and I, I saw this like late in the in the notes and I didn't put it in here, but it was like they already had skateboard lines and a clothing company and like he and the other Blink one eighty two guys. So like he was already an entrepreneur that was used to right. starting businesses and do like he 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 was that was already in his blood, I right. think. So at this point he's like, I've got angels and airwaves. He's probably real like you know this is the era where prince refused to let record labels produce his music anymore because they were fucking crooks so all these bands were like fuck it i can do this on my own right you know and i think this is probably in that shadow and he's like this new band isn't gonna fucking i'm not beholden to anybody i can do these books i can do all these fucking stories and he he starts to do it. i don't know that any of them were like hugely popular right. Um, I don't even know if Angels and Airwaves was a super popular. It just feels like uh, I, I, I'm trying to th- I, like there's nothing wrong with doing all those things, I guess. It's just that we're not used to seeing a media company also try to do the other things. Maybe. No. So it's like if you walked in, and I'm eating a fucking plate of spaghetti and I got a popsicle. And you're like, what are you doing, Brent? Having a popsicle and spaghetti like that's fucking weird. You know, right. but can you eat a popsicle and enjoy it? Yeah, it's good. Popsicles yeah. are good. <laughs> sure. Spaghetti good. Sure. Yeah. Don't usually have them together. Right. That's how I feel about this. It's just this weird random mess of shit. It's like. Fish and chips and Chinese donuts. It's everything that he's into, though. Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's that's all. That's all it is. Instead of separating the companies, though, like what most normal people do. Right. If you had a company, yeah, you 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 really enjoy that thing, and then you have another thing. Like you're going to separate those companies and be like, okay, yeah, I own both of these companies, but they're two completely. I get that. He's artistic. He's creative. He's musical. So like, he writes a a graphic novel, and then it gets adapted. Well, if If each of these companies, yeah, of course you're going to make this. If each of these companies were separated, you know, I mean, they had an entertainment thing and it was this whatever the fuck it's called entertainment yeah and then you have this fucking ufo fucking you know what i mean you have a guy that works for the department of defense who fucking identifies aerial phenomena yeah that's a separate fucking thing and then you have right. fucking this thing in a band that's a fucking I separate right. thing i yeah. think that it, you, would it wouldn't be so as weird. weird yeah this seems like some crackpot bullshit some fucking because it's, it's really a bad business pot. plan it really is it's a really a bad plan. business plan and it's losing money I mean, that's that, a bad business. Articles plan. that I've read are because like, it's, like if, it's if lost money, normal people know? like us look at it and we're like, right. what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, the, it no, he should have kept that entertainment thing a totally separate thing. Yeah. But once to the stars Academy was founded in 2017, they bought the two year old to the stars. That's fine to incorporate it as part of that's why they're subsidiaries and sister. Companies. But I will say that probably the most successful thing that the to the stars entertainment did was the UFO documentary series on the History Channel, which is all about what the tonight, Academy yeah. is doing. I don't even i i i started to i i ran out of time. I was really curious to watch some, but there's one on the might on the gimbal it. video maybe yeah. or something. But yeah, it um, just I, I think you're right. Like it sounds more like bullshit than if you separated it out right. and said like, hey, this is a serious entertainment company. Right. Yeah. This is a serious fucking UFO fucking phenomena company. You know what I mean? Like right. what's what's the the Mormom or fucking Momagom. What's the, the UFO sighting? Mufon. Mufon. Mufon yeah. 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 Like they're, 
Like, you know what I mean? That's just what they do. Yep. They don't have a fucking cartoon company. Yeah. You know what I mean? They would, they would be less reputable, less, you know what I mean? Even, even if you don't believe in UFOs, right. you're like, no, this place, that's what they do. I, uh, this is speaking of being all over the place. I just remembered a uh, Martha Stewart fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she loves Eminem, celebrates every album and awaits their release. Um, and someone was saying that she wanted to have him on the show and they're like, wouldn't it be funny if he came on and made mom spaghetti with, uh, Martha Stewart? Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great that would be funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the website for the To The Stars Academy says that their goal is to collect documents and physical materials from public and private sources related to the uh, unidentified aerial uh, phenomenon to study it and then transition the transformative technologies behind it to wider applications of public benefit. So they're collecting videos. They're And they're... From what, what I from what I read, behind it though, when you don't even know what they are, like that's like. Well, well the thing is, the the from what he said is like, yeah, it's unidentified, but it's like they're trying to, like their their goal, from what it sounds like, is the encounters, because Mufon will investigate any encounter, right? Like that's their you know most of it unobjectively is just, though most they're, they're and try, most of it yeah. is this is bullshit, yeah. This group is trying to collect data on the best possible encounters. Right. You know, like there were multiple radar hits. Pilots saw it. You know, and we who's have, actually who's the the fucking talent at MUFON? I, I don't know, but like probably not these fucking ex skunk works guys, and probably don't have ninety million dollars. MUFON behind is them just like a random group. It's like, like we a, could be in MUFON, and we'd be the biggest of the chapter, yeah, something and, like that. That's and we would he, we would hear that some fucking yes. crop circle showed up out in the field. I mean, and we would go and do the investigation, back following in, yeah. MUFON. It's style. like a ragtag ghost hunters yeah, yeah, collection yeah. where this is much more formal, much more organized. And um, apparently it started. They just have with, a cartoon division. He yeah. apparently he took a <laughs> he had a meeting with a physicist who was interested in a lot of the stuff that he was talking about, and then he lined that up with someone who was one of the high up uh, people from the CIA. You know that they hired the guy that uh, that uh, invented remote viewing. They have the men who stare at goats guy is like is like their CEO. Yeah, the men who stare at goats fucking remote viewing yeah. craziness hmm. yep. is their CEO. And I think that's who I added. One of the guys. <laughs> On LinkedIn, yeah. I can't remember his fucking name. It's buried somewhere in here. Was like one of the guys that like apparently worked for Skunk Works and was supposedly like working on back engineering like UFO technology. Um and uh he's part of the group. So that's but, classified information probably yeah, they yeah. can't. Yeah. But it's like the a guy who worked for the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh members of the Department of Defense um i think this you know i think like you're seeing pentagon cia department of defense lockheed martin skunk work you're seeing more more privatization of things like this so like bezos fucking richard sure. branson you're seeing yeah. elon musk yeah. and so i oh, think what sure, this yeah. is is a form of that so you don't have like you have things like mufon that's like some ragtag shit but you don't have a, a centralized place where the public had access to um doing research that has a real fucking like merit behind it. Right. And so this is like the project blue book public, yes. um, privatized, um, yeah. you know, company. So it's basically like how we don't have NASA. We have, you know, Elon Musk now, you know what I mean? Uh, which so, is crazy. Like, you know, you, I mean, you, you do have you, NASA, but you NASA do, but uses Elon SpaceX. Musk is doing, yeah, the so, yeah, work. So He's doing SpaceX. the heavy lifting. Right. Yeah. Um, but what they found is like you, you fucking, 
they're getting they can do all kinds of crazy shit that maybe the government wouldn't have done or you know what I mean there's more Correct. innovation in it and yeah. I remember like when NASA said we're no longer building ships we're no longer sending people up we're turning it over to private companies and individuals right. to do this instead and then we will work with it. and I remember yeah. when they first said Who's that I was like that's awful like that's the worst idea ever so much for learning anything about space but then cut to 10 years doing later anything anyway yeah cut to like 10 years later and fucking because you know Elon why? Musk because is launching everything like launching yeah. the NASA the NASA missions because you know? yeah. it, the reason is is because it's profit driven it's because when you have government institutions doing shit like that they pay $30,000 for a hammer and it's a line item that gets it's checked off and it's just some bloated fucking thing that's for like research and scientists and whatever and this project and we're just trying to build a lunar <laughs> or the exact opposite they go to the lowest bidder oh true so yeah. we're getting the shittiest build we can right, yeah. on something that has to have yeah. the highest tolerance yeah that's yeah. the armageddon yeah. fucking uh, yeah. steve bushimi line <laughs> yeah. um but the uh so when you got someone like spacex doing it they're like no we need to fucking do these things because there's this goal of like making money right yeah. and and that you're going to get more innovation because of that and probably probably a faster trajectory for completion of things because there's probably I mean, the, let's i mean the 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 honest truth looking at a slightly longer timeline if you are the person who creates the commercial jets that go into space and you're the person who s- spends the years and spends the millions or billions of dollars that will finally get a a human craft to go mine an asteroid right like or a comet you're gonna come back with i mean you could just come back with a payload of billions of dollars of rare earth metals that are impossible to find it's the long payoff like Like, one fucking payload can pay for the entire r&d that took 50 years like they're building an empire that can lead to it won't come to fruition like, it won't come time, to fruition yeah. for some time possibly even within their yeah. lifetime no probably not but that company will be the company I, that you know i would be future, surprised you know? and I, I wouldn't really be surprised but in our lifetime it would be crazy to be like okay there's a thing on mars that people are living on yeah. and they're they're cultivating it and they're you know what yeah. i mean they're they're oh, building close, it like no it, it is they're terraforming you know? yeah like like that i i i see that in our lifetime right. like you know what i mean like we're gonna see like oh fuck they you know people land on mars and they're, they're mm-hmm. putting people there and you know it's gonna take a fucking shit ton of time yeah but um yeah it's just that's gonna be crazy you know what i mean yeah. it's already 2022 and when, I, you know it's the I, 1900s I and you're honest thinking with what the fuck they find there because there's crazy shit about mars i've watched all kinds yeah. of weird shit where they think that for sure there was nuclear explosions there not like a fucking volcano blew up not like a meteor hit well and it could be like it could be this we're thinking about it like you know earth formed here and people formed here maybe it started there maybe it started somewhere else yeah and they bailed out yeah that place is fucked and they fucking were like, oh, look at look at what's right there. Yeah, right, let's just, just fucking go, go there. there. They got water, yeah, there's it, oxygen. It might be the fucking ping pong. It might be that they started on Mars and can we eventually, can we make it over to that blue ball? We'll finally make it, finally yeah. make it. And then finally they bailed out and made it just in time while that one blew up. Yeah. And now it's about for us to just bail out just in we're time before back. it blows up. We yeah. go back and <laughs> create something over there. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's been long enough. Yeah, it's been however, you know. But no, legit, like there was a nuclear explosion there because they can detect some type of fucking radioisotope or something that is only man-made. It does not not exist in nature are you will sure not yeah like it's it's something that's a combining of these fucking man-made elements well, does I mean, that mean me that, that it doesn't mean that it's fucking not natural like it, it, to me it doesn't mean that in fucking 1967 we didn't fucking launch a nuke to mars to fucking yeah. 
I mean, we did. <laughs> I we said yeah. that to the happen. moon. Yeah. yeah, we did that to the moon so we could we could listen to it and we yeah. could see what dust kicked up. Why the fuck like, would you shoot a nuclear missile at a fu- at the fucking moon that controls yeah. the to, fucking, to see how? Oh my god, to, we are to, to basically we are to, to yeah. watch the. If that to, motherfucker would have blow, blown up <laughs> and just split in half because it was hollow, <laughs> the world would. What end. the yeah. fuck? The yeah. world would end. No. Yeah. So it's like I, I look at that and my immediate thought is did China launch a nuke? Did Russia launch a nuke? Yeah. Like was someone doing some weird top secret scientific experimentation and we want a nuke to where Maybe. all eyes are on yeah. Mars, we blow up the well, there's nuke. Also, we uh, can read what's in the soil based on the they're dust. Already cloud. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well there's yeah. also ancient like vitrification of like melted sand from high temp and like melted structures that happened from a nuclear blast as well. And they well, said that there in, like, was India. Yeah, and they said that there was um uh like water on Mars too, like underneath the surface or oh, something water, like that, yeah, like, or, yeah, or, or oceans, I water guess, or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, there's there's all kinds of shit. So within this group, so within the two the stars, they have a group called Atom, which is the acquisition and data analysis of materials, oh. and they get like whenever there's a sighting, whenever they're like, and by the way, we found these scraps of metal under the trees, and they collect all that shit, and they're researching it, they're trying to back engineer what it's made out of. Um, supposedly some of what they've found, they can't figure out what it is or how it was made. Um, a lot of people, a lot of skeptics are talking shit and saying that's impossible. You know, we would know what it was if we could see it. Right. Um, uh, but that's one of the groups and they gather those samples and, and study them. That's why they got the Lockheed Martin people because they wanted the highest end engineers to be, to be looking at this stuff. Um, they uh, ended up signing an agreement in 2019. Uh, they announced a cooperative research and development agreement with the U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command um, because the US, they basically showed the U.S. Army their findings on a bunch of the strange materials that they got from UFO sightings, and the United States Army fucking combat capabilities development command was interested and intrigued enough at the yeah. findings to say, we'll do a research partnership. Let's start figuring this stuff. Yeah, out they said together. that they, in trade for the information to give them laboratories, equipment and fucking uh, like buildings and facilities yes. to do it. I was like, wow. Yeah. When I was reading that, I mean, they must've found some fucking alien Chrome. They're like, yeah, they Chrome, found something, Chrome this bitch they out. Found yeah. something enough for the U S army to go. What the fuck now? If, if the army is willing to sign a contract with you, you must have something to offer. Yes. I mean, they definitely do have the army, old employees or the government's old employees that know a bunch True. of crazy shit you know True. like a, they could be just like hey we're a business and we bid on this job right it could not be rare fucking crazy space metal it could be that hey i have the skunk works guy and this guy and this physicist and could that be. guy and we're willing to do this job and we bid it and they signed the contract yeah we're gonna be. make armored vehicles and i got engineers yeah. that are doing it, it yeah. could be something as silly as that could be um they're also working on a thing called the vault which is uh, the virtual analytics uh, UAP learning tool. And it's they're trying to build up an AI system that will scan and authenticate UFO sightings and be a database for all UFO sightings so that they can pick the cream of the crop that are worthy of right. study and then they can just focus their energies on that. And part of the plan is... There, that's probably equivalent to like when they finally made the fingerprint database. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, it's like oh, yeah. finally, like how yeah. do we not have now this? we can scan all these years? Yeah. yeah, and they're do and they keep then they call it a forward facing platform, which means that the public will have access to it. Mm-hmm. And they're also simultaneously developing uh, 
um, an app for your phone so that if you do see something, right. you can film it ah, and then it will the then it'll, go, but it'll automatically uh-huh. upload. It'll upload the raw data to the vault so that they like it's like analyzing, but, but they can also like they'll get like if the app is designed properly, the app will directly send an unmodified pure. You only used the camera. You captured this image. It uploaded to the vault. So I know it's not modified. I know this isn't modified. This is the original feed that your camera did and it automatically uploaded and we now have it. So we trust that you didn't go take it into fucking Photoshop and put a right, fucking right, right. So mm-hmm. that that yeah, could these add, days do you allow do you allow yeah. UFO go to send mess uh, alerts? Yes, and it's like UFO sighting in 3 minutes. You're like, "Oh shit, got to get ready." <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. 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 Um, and even that app could be super I mean that could have a huge impact. So the the if the you know, because let's face it, there are fucking UFOs. Like, doesn't yeah. mean they're alien, but what the fuck yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of UFO sightings or UAP sightings, as people are starting to to call it now, um, where the ones that are the most interesting are, wow, like 18 people filmed this from different angles at the same time. But if like you, if you had that app and if the app sent you an alert that said, based Someone on your location filming. in the yeah. eastern sky right now, there's some shit. So you run outside, get your camera, and start filming. It's going to spread. Yeah. Like everyone with the app will now run outside yeah. to film this yeah. event. That's smart. And all of a sudden, you've got multiple live feeds coming yeah. into your database of some shit that's out there. That's great. Like that could really yeah. be a boon. It's like the Amber uh, Alert yeah. system, but for yeah, UFOs. For UFOs. Like, I think stuff. that's fucking a great idea. And you're like, what the fuck is that noise? Oh, shit. Alien fucking sighting. Fucking. <laughs> Let's go outside. Fuck. Yeah. It tells you where to point your phone and shit. And you're there, just out there. There's going to be assholes with drones just constantly fucking. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. Put a sheet over your drone. Yeah. Like fucking. <laughs> um, Wireframe. And their biggest thing was the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, uh, what they called ATIP. Uh, just a tip. Um, <laughs> just the tip. Uh, Louis Elizondo. I think that that's the guy I was talking about with the back engineering of alien stuff. If if I'm getting my my alien people correct, so we did a whole episode on the a tip um, UFO releases, like the gimbal video and the tic tac and go fast video. It was episode four forty six modern UFOs, and we talked about these three big videos that had just come out. Um, that were part of this program called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program that no one knew about. It was classified, and their the To the Stars Academy was the one that let the world know that this group existed, let the world know that this group had already filmed this footage. Um, that was in 2017, and uh, then two years later in 2019, or maybe it was even later than that. Was it 2020? It was 2020. It was when COVID the, was going on. And then the Pentagon yeah. finally said, yes, all three of those, yes, the A-tip exists. Yes, those videos are legit. Yeah. Right. This came from this fucking ship. This came from this uh, airplane. And they basically confirmed everything that, that Tom DeLong's group took to the New York Times and released to the world. Um, so that's kind of a big, and deal. nobody gave yeah, a yeah. shit about it. Yeah. 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 Nobody nobody, gave a shit yeah, about yeah. It. yeah. But, um, 
the gimbal video, like which look it up. All you have to do is Google gimbal video. It's it's probably the best of those three. Which I'll and, be honest, like I look at that video, I'm like, it's so hard to tell because there's like scale and speed and it's moving with it. It's just like everyone raves about that fucking video. I'm like, I don't know. I well, the reason, plasma the reason, it. the reason they rave about that video, um, it's cause there's radar and speed and trajectory. Like they all have all that's like, there. Yeah, and there were multiple data, pilots that are trained combat. They have, data, they yeah. have data and they have multiple radar hits from multiple naval installations and ships tracking the same exact thing. Right. Um, yeah. And the, all that data, the trajectory, the wind speed, like everything is on the screen. It's just the video itself is like, uh, like lackluster though. It's like not that impressive yeah. when you watch the video. Sure. But knowing that the speeds and everything, when you take into account the sighting that, you know, it's uh, like validated, then it's like, okay, well, wow, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, it's just like, all right, white, like blurry dot, like moving around in some sites. Like it just, you can't tell how fast it's going. Yeah. Right. So he, he said of it, uh, uh, what was this in? I think it was in a Rolling Stone interview and they asked him out of all those videos that were released, which one is the most impressive? And Tom DeLong said the gimbal video by far. Um, when you look at that video, it has all the hallmarks of, of the observable characteristics that my co-founder of the to the stars, Dr. Harold Puthoff figured out for a UFO program. So he basically said the top tier, evidence the top tier videos that we want to look at need all of these factors for us to say it's a legit video and he's like gimbal hits ticks all those boxes um he said while some of the other videos are farther away and you can't totally tell in the gimbal video you can see it really well you can see the plasma on the bottom you can see the blurry edges you see all the things that are just absolutely impossible with any technology that we know of Keep in mind that Steve Justice, who runs our aerospace division, was one of the top guys at Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. They build all the cool shit. Steve was looking at this going, wow, this is not something anyone on Earth can do right now. But the scarier part could be if Russia or China or someone else did create something that could do that. That's a big deal. It's a game changer, and we should be all over it. So either way, we need to focus on this. Yeah. So, which which I, makes sense. I mean, that's right. that's that shows he has his head in the right direction, though. It's not just like about finding about alien UFOs or alien life forms. It's it's literally about national security, also. Right, and, and that's he what does, those guys are it, doing. Those then it's like the the other thing is because I had a his stance on like they were talking to him about aliens, and in an interview that I saw, he said the ET hypothesis is ridiculous, and he said. I think an advanced intelligence is manipulating frequency, electromagnetics, gravity when it applies, time, you know, and consciousness. I don't I don't look at this and think an ET. I look at these as displacement craft that are coming from parallel realities. And that is a really crazy thought. My personal belief is that we're going to find the answer looking in that way. Hmm. That's a trip. I mean, that's so not, he doesn't even think it's space yeah. aliens. He thinks there's like it's a well, fucking, it's something manipulating it's a parallel yeah. reality breach. Something manipulating that's manipulating yeah. time and physics space, yeah. in a way that we can't yeah. conceive of. Yeah. I mean, um, possibly. Who so knows? He, yeah, he's not even looking at it as a UFO, as an alien hunt. That's yeah. not even in his mind. He's gone he's further just, into yeah, the rabbit exactly. hole. He's done when like, yeah. a few steps further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you think I'm yeah. alien crazy? I'm crazier than alien yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm crazy. Dimension yeah. fucking reality. Yeah. And I don't think his, I don't think the image of this group or him is really going to be served by the like way he conducts his interviews. It'll be like, I watched one. 
and yeah, it's COVID. So everyone's like remotely filming themselves, but he's like sitting in what looks like a Southern California skaters parking lot hangout. And he's just wearing like a fucking white t-shirt and a skater dude. That's beanie what he is. Crazy. I mean, he's a, he's a band I know member, that's what he is, know. but it's like, yeah, for the company I, he's representing, it's it lackluster. seems like, I mean, I'm not even saying shit. put it's on a, a fucking suit, this is the but trashy it's like, or fancy thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like spiff up a little bit. You're just, you're yeah. not going to sell your message. Yeah, but you're going to look like he that. He did fucking, it that one spot with the suit on. And I'll be honest. He looked kind of weird in that suit. No, like, I don't think yeah. you should wear a suit, but I think you need to not just be not being looking like a skater boy in a fucking t-shirt. It's like being an office and, have like a nicer looking something on well act as like if you want to be taken seriously exactly like, exactly act seriously. as yeah. if you want act to be taken if. seriously act as if because yeah. he's not he's still looking like i'm the front runner for yeah. angels and airways i have not. to give him this though like in that documentary that i watched about uh finding tone or whatever it was uh he's like man like he was a 16 year old fucking skater that like you know, threw water balloons at passing cars and took his fucking pants off on a dare he still is and well no this that he, he that band he, when he quit, they were playing for 100,000 people and he yeah. got $90 million. And he was like, I was that fucking punk ass kid that basically got kicked out of high school for being drunk at a at a basketball game. And here I am. Right. Like, this happened to me. Like Blink-182 was fucking giant. Like all this shit is, all this happened. He's like, if this can fucking happen, then that can happen. Like, don't yeah. li- like don't limit myself to say that sure. I can't also do this other crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I am the fucking guy with a baseball hat and a fucking t-shirt in the parking yeah, no, lot for sure. with a yeah. skateboard on the side, but I'm talking about... Because the thing is, maybe he has a baseball hat and some fucking jeans on and some fucking like Nike skate shoes or whatever the fuck, and he's sitting there, but maybe 20 minutes ago, he just hung up from a three-star general or something. You yeah, I mean, 100%. Maybe, but last, that's not, that's not what yeah. Dave's saying. He's no, saying, like, fucking. If you want to get credibility you wanna, yeah. for your group. No, I know. I mean, that's cool, on, buddy, but I don't fucking believe anything put, you're saying right now. Put on yeah. a Dickies shirt and ditch know, the what, beanie. What, what I'm yeah. about And you to would say, look though, a million. Is, you'd still have your fucking skater boy street yeah. cred. But what I'm trying to say like is everybody. he doesn't need your approval or the credibility of the fucking world. When it fi- when it finally all pays off, when he's like, check this out, motherfucker. But if he like, has, it, it could be an easier road. But if he has it, the saying. payoff is going to come much. Sooner. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Does it matter what we think versus what the general no. thinks? Doesn't matter what the army. It matters what the army thinks. The they army's, think about the army's still signing them up for contracts, wearing a fucking jeans and a fucking. They're not signing beanie. him up. They're signing up the people that are working. Right. I know, with but them. that's what I'm saying. It hasn't stopped him. No. Like, it didn't. Stop no, it's him. for so sure. Why is he no, it, it's, 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 it's didn't we could do the same thing and act the same way with a bunch of money. I just give me that impression too. It didn't stop him. But I feel like it might have been if a lot easier. If you want people to take you more seriously, I mean, that's that's what I don't he's know, saying. Because it's like, like yeah, just, you were a fucking skater boy in a t-shirt when Blink One Eighty Two broke out, but that's because you were creating a fucking skater boy in a t-shirt band, and right? you were a kid. Now you're trying to get you're, defense you're contracts with the U.S. military yeah. and doing it though. Like, I just don't know if it matters anymore. He's not doing it, it does, though, dude. It's fucking it the people matter. he's working with. There I is mean, no way at, he walks in there. Without the guys behind him, without the guy from Skunk I, Works, without saying. the yeah. fucking Dr. Huff and Puff, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. And H. you know, the guy Huff with the fucking stuff. Stanford University degree and walks into the fucking military, you know, in his fucking t shirt talking about fucking other dimensions and gets a fucking contract. That's, because he has no credentials. He has like, no he has no credentials. But here's stop for a second. But but he does have all those motherfuckers behind him. No, he and does. He doesn't have to walk that's, in there that's and skate a shirt. That's by what himself. that's what I'm saying though. I, that's what I'm saying as well. It doesn't fucking matter if he wears that fucking skate outfit. It. He's got it those does dudes matter. walking behind it him. It does matter, though. It doesn't. He it does matter. Clearly didn't. It does matter. He's done it. No, it does matter because his, it his, matters. His, for, I'm gonna, even you said it. His fucking business looks like a fucking spaghetti and popsicles. 
That does, but it does. I'm, I'm saying it. that that is my perception as a fucking dude it's that runs a podcast and computer shop. It's his shop. perception. Right. It's my perception. It's everybody's. It Nobody fucking seriously did it. See, I'm gonna flip this. Didn't I'm do gonna, it yet. I'm gonna. They put haven't your, found anything. Your out. own words from a couple episodes ago when we were talking about like your OCD of making sure the package is perfect when right. you mail it out because that's in, that's an important part. That's the first impression. I get it. Like he's making a, he's not yeah. folding the package, right? He's, he's not proved that it didn't matter for that particular but I, thing. It though. does matter. I get you. The I, fact that it is happening doesn't mean that it wasn't as much as you right. care. I do. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think care like would, you, I think it would be happening quicker and I think he would be having more investors, and I think the world wouldn't mock the the thought yeah. of it and make fun of it Maybe. if he didn't look like Just a like fucking skater talking about the app. Though. I'm like nobody's uh, who, like fuck off with the app. Like right. I don't I don't trust your fucking like entertainment, fucking angels Stupid and fucking airways, turtleneck, fucking jeans and fucking white shoes. Like yeah, but his presentation bullshit. was but great presentation what he did. Yeah. in his office, looking professional. Like delivery, Steve Jobs looked like the product. Yeah. I just think delivery. You know what I mean? Yeah, Steve Jobs looked like the product. Maybe. He yeah, looked like a fair. fucking And he shouldn't clean. he shouldn't put yeah. on a suit cuz he would like yeah, I saw the presentation where he was yeah. in a suit and I was like that's yeah. too much. Loose tie. But it's like be in a nice looking office, yeah. a respectable yeah. wealthy looking office in something better than a fucking skater hat and a t-shirt and you're just going to like I, anyone watching that video is now going to cuz and that's list, gonna, like Dave's and into then, that shit and you you're know, talking like, about altering consciousness and gravity defying beings from a parallel universe you just if sound you, like you're high if you snap Instead it up of, a little like bit you know and you're in about. a good fucking put a zoom background on like I just people think, are going to believe your shit I think shit in this more. day and age that's like saying like that Brad can do something cuz he's got fucking arm tattoos to cover his tattoos up Fucking Brad's capable of all kinds of fucking shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter but, if he has but, tattoos on No, it does, though. If I, I walk into a, if I walk into a certain place, I'm going to look a certain way. That's yes. wrong, though. It's not But it's the fact. Yeah, it might be. It's not necessarily. I mean, and it's not that I'm going to wear a suit yeah. and tie. Like, right. that's not, that's what he's saying. It's not that right. I'm going to wear a suit and tie, but I'm going to look a certain way. You know, like, you, you can't walk into somewhere and I think expect. you guys are the point that I'm agreeing with you. No, 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 no. But I, I'm just saying, we get it. I get it. No, you're right. But what he did, he didn't deliver. He, he has. hasn't delivered. He has an army. What has he delivered? He went from being in a fucking punk band to having army contracts. But what has he delivered? That's cool. He has contracts. I'm just saying he's got that far. He's in secret rooms with no. I, I get people. it. Yeah. Like I get it. But there's no delivery of anything. There's no. Package. The, pa- the package hasn't been yeah. delivered. Right. And he, he discovered something that was already. He didn't do it. Um, we don't know what the fuck he showed the army. Yeah, and uh, what he hasn't shown the no, army. No, for sure. I'm not saying but, that that that's that. But I mean, as far as like the the public. Right. is concerned like if you want your company to be taken seriously like dave's saying there is no you you cannot go around looking like when you talk about altering mind consciousness and other dimensions and you look like you're fucking high i just think you're fucking high because that's the thing like the first there's no education behind every it. everything that that this group did until the pentagon confirmed that stuff Nobody gave a fuck. Every journalist writing about it, everyone who heard about him doing this laughed and were like, oh, the fucking crazy ass high blink 182 idiot squandering his money on a fucking UFO hunt. And I think he could have he could have marketed it. He could have done better PR. Like if right when he launched to the Stars Academy, he had a different look and looked professional and was like filming from a fucking office that looked respectable and People had a lab a and science way yeah. right away. Yeah. 
there would have been more credibility before it instead of everyone already laughing at the UFO thing. And now I have to scoff that it's this fucking Blink-82 dude in a fucking T-shirt. Like, if he presented himself in a different way, I think right, I think he would have assimilated much more quickly. Yeah, I know, but um, all I'm getting at, I think that that's an older fucking generation of thinking. I think that, that things have shifted. I think that Elon Musk goes on Rogan and smokes weed with him and makes flamethrowers and sells them and fucking launches cars into space, but he's the fucking smartest guy in the world and running SpaceX and he's doing fun shit. He makes Teslas do things like dance because it's fucking fun. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying. Well, I think but it's that also shifting. because there's plenty of times where he looked nice think, and was in a lab, yeah, and I you think know he's a genius. I think old money and, would be weary of, of investing because mm-hmm. like this some fucking crazy kid or whatever. But I just think that that's going to shift. I don't think people care as much anymore. I just don't. I think that it's on its way out of that mattering. It's just clothes. I don't just fucking whatever. You want you want to look a certain way for your business, right? I don't. I wear this shit. Yeah, but I mean, it matters though, right? Would you come in here in a fucking holy ass t-shirt and a fucking? I'm not gonna look like I'm homeless. Well, why I, not? That doesn't matter. Though. That's not for them. I'm uh, not. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm not gonna be fucking wearing homeless shit because I don't want fucking holes in my clothes. Mm. No, I think people are always gonna are always gonna look to an upper class person in a suit, nice looking office. Like that matters in public perception, and I I don't see that. Going and like away they and ever. like the, and I get it. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like and and like I said, you know me. You know what right. I mean. Like I'm not arguing with you about that. I don't necessarily think that's right or wrong. Right. But even for my perception, in order for me to believe you, if some fucking weirdo walks up and you're like, well, "What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here, dude!" And he's telling you some real shit, right? But as opposed to like a normal person walks up to you and you're like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, you, you react. I think it's just you react and respond differently to what you see. You know what I mean? That's, that's just what, what we're accustomed to, I think, is why. I think it can change. Yeah, like Dave's I mean, nervous about Asian people because he only sees like three. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I, think right, right. I think it's I like just, we're used to suits right. being the guy. I just think you he's know? he's shooting himself in the foot. And no, I, think, I get what Dave's saying. Because Dave's not saying stars, he, he's, he's saying many, he's tell bullshit. Tell me this. How many fucking really smart business guys are there with suits? That got that did this. No, no, he it, did it. It's not even that though. I mean, you don't see the Google brothers running around fucking getting high and then fucking the going on. I no, I know, but like. I'm just saying, like, they're not like, hey, <laughs> what guys, are they looking like? You know, yeah. like, fucking, and then you're like, and then they're talking to you about some crazy right. shit, and you're like, oh, these guys are just fucking high as balls. Like, yeah, they're smart, right. but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the difference is, and, and no, that's I what I get what Dave's saying. When Musk like, smoked pot on Rogan's podcast, his stock dropped 15%. Yeah. Like, Rogan has a fucking, uh, a, like a poster yeah, of yeah. his stock chart on the wall <laughs> yeah. in the studio yeah. that's funny when you walk in yeah. yeah and that's funny yeah because people's like oh fuck like this guy you know what i mean like it yeah. just gives a different and, and and that's not even because it gives the impression of irresponsibility that and, and it's not it's not it's the, that you're it's the be, perce- it's what people think you know what i mean like right. all you see are around town on the weed shops are just these fucking degenerate motherfuckers standing mm-hmm. around for sure don't have a fucking job and that's what you relate it to right and that's where that's where the problem lies you know like what i mean people that speak spanish right brad Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like if yeah, if you hit me with Spanish all day, it's not yeah. fucking gonna make it any better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all it just, high yeah. pitched. Fuck. <laughs> what's that? What's that? What's the chick's what name? Do your what's, Spanish music again. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what's the chick's name from? And, and she's like uh, spicy brown, Dominican or something. No, from from White Man Can't Jump. What's her name? The fucking Rosa, Rosa, Rosa Perez. Perez. Oh my god. Yeah. That <laughs> shit. She's cute though. <sighs> Where's she at? She's still around. Probably died. She's probably still around. She probably died. Anyway, I think he needs to clean himself up for (laughs) public relations. All right. Uh, (laughs) Social media winner. Uh, Joy Helen on Facebook um, commented. And uh, for that, Frankie Pigeons is going to send you some stickers from Print Dirt Cheap. Uh, So thank you for doing that. 
Social media is a big uh, help for us. It proves to make you feel old. Oh, she still looks good. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. pretty. She's she's yeah. old though. Yeah. You could tell she's fucking old. Yeah. God damn. What was uh, his name? Billy. His name was Billy in uh, White Man Can't Jump. Billy. I can, I can hear her saying Billy. it. Billy. No, Billy. Willow. Well, shit. Her first <laughs> movie was fucking. Uh, uh, it wasn't White Man Can't Jump. It was Do the Right Thing. Oh, it was I don't in eighty nine. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, so Frank Page is going to reach out. Um, but yeah, social media is huge for us. Um, your engagement, I don't know if you guys realize, you see some cool shit, don't just swipe past it. Like at least hit like. If you can drop a comment, that's fucking huge for us because if we post something about a sponsor or some product or something or just even our engagement of our, hey, here's our episode, you know, like thousands and thousands of you listen to it and then, you know, you get 27 likes. So I, I know more people than 27 see yeah. it. Even if it's just, um, just fucking like, yeah. just like, just fucking, hit a like. you're going to see it anyway. Like, yeah, just yeah. Like, hit a like. Like, like and swipe. I yeah. mean, if you really love us, fucking share that shit. Um, you know, leave a comment that, hey, I that part on the episode really made me laugh when Brad got mad at Mexicans or Brent, <laughs> Brent didn't know what the fuck he was talking about on that thing. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, just those little things like that. It shows the engagement. So it shows sponsors and potential sponsors that that were relevant. People yep. give a fuck that you guys like the engagement show. That, that is people the name are actually listening. Yep. Um, so it's, it's huge for us. It really is big. I mean, it's on some of that collectively, it's more than it's better than even giving us the dollar on Patreon for sure. You know and I mean, so it's really helpful. Yeah. And that's why we do these uh, giveaways and rewards with t-shirts and stickers and hot sacks and all this stuff that we, send I mean, out. Really, giving the dollars really not, it's not for us. Yeah. It's for them. Yeah. Like, so that's not even relevant. You it's, know what I mean? Yeah, like, because to make the you, show keep going and the main, do, you know. Do no, the, the dollar, the dollar is for them. They get to love their father. They're exactly. not a fuck face peasant. Yeah. Like, they yeah, create no change left no. over after love your father. We no. have to pay for that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 97 cents. So yeah, you look exactly. behind the scene. We got three, three cents left. That's what yeah. it costs. And I'm giving you my two cents right now. So that leaves us with a penny. <laughs> exactly. You know what Me I mean? and Dave yeah. have to split the penny. That's bullshit. They got to share it. So there's not much left. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Just if you see us on social media, engage, like, share, comment. Makes uh, a huge, huge difference. It makes a huge difference. It really does. Um, so on that note, uh, Joy Helen, thank you for engaging. And uh, I'll get the sticker sent out to you um, right away as soon as Frankie Pigeons gathers your information. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Uh, we, we oink and boink and ham and bam and all the things we did earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're looking for a podcast, you can go to podbelly.com and check out Ectoplasm Podcast or Art and Jacob Do America Podcast. Yes. Um, funny stuff, scary stuff. Go over there and check it out. Um, also, check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, it is delicious. It comes in a variety of seven flavors. Um, even if you're not a hot sauce person, you should try it because over the years, we have time and time again heard the story of I'm not a hot sauce person and you guys said that shit so much that I finally decided to try it and now I don't know how I went without it. Um, so many people have uh, tried it, Teco and found it and decided that they fucking love it. And then that's just like the one flavor. Like you went and bought a bottle of red or something. There's there's jalapeno, there's Chipotle, there's fucking black, Caribbean, triple X. And I can, and I can relate to that because I'm not a hot right. sauce person. Like I am not a sauce person. Right. I'll eat a fucking burrito dry as fuck. Yeah. Like that's just, uh, that's just, that's how I am. What's wrong with you? That's just how I am. But a little flavor. You don't yeah. have to have a lot. Brent, psh, whole bottle on yeah, his yeah. shit. Like you don't have to do that. No. You don't have to do you that. You don't have to get high you can, up say If you have, yeah, you can, you, if you make some beans, you can just couple drops in the beans. Yeah, you know, man. like it just adds a little bit yeah, of that like flavor. The flavor that's, there. that's not me. A couple I, and, uh, drops of triple X and some chili beans or yeah, black and, and chili and beans. And triple X crazy. really does. And this is coming from me, who's not a hot sauce person. Yeah. Like, and from Brad, who flavor. is picky as fuck, who says everything is garbage. Picky. I am mm-hmm. very picky. So, uh, and I've come to that realization. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with being picky. But, yeah. 
Yeah, and 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 it's the same thing I do. Like if I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put black directly on something sometimes i'm right. gonna mix it in my barbecue sauce right i'm gonna mix it in you know what i mean i'm gonna put i'm gonna season my ranch, potatoes man. you put that shit i'm gonna ranch. put it in there yeah yeah like that type of thing uh and and use the ranch on some fish tacos or something you, you know like pizza, you can do so much and you stuff get ranch it. with wedges yeah. and you put triple x in the yeah. fucking ranch for wedges yeah. it's fucking crazy i mean you it's can so do the same good. thing with mayonnaise i'm starving mayonnaise right I, with the I'm triple x a couple drops oh, of triple yeah. x mayonnaise put it on spread it on some bread for a sandwich uh, make a little spicy yep. sandwich, like, and and it's not too much because it's it's diluted. So don't don't make that your excuse. Or uh, say I can't eat hot. It really stuff. is coming yeah, from me. Yeah, it really is coming from me. I, I like it. Hot I'm, I'm a very mild person uh, with taste wise. Like I don't like hot hot because I don't want it to ruin my shit. You don't have to. You you can still use less. No, good. That's and, a very and good it's awesome. I I yeah. very rarely eat triple X because it's honestly it's just too hot for what I like in my food. Yeah. But uh, like if I have like I just made chili a couple days ago, just use less. And I put um, no, I can never I never get the right mix with triple X. It's always I always always too much. A whole pot of chili, like a couple. Yeah, I always I put I either put so little that I can't taste it or I put too much and I wish I didn't. (laughs) Too hot. Mm. So I usually I usually don't whatever pot I'm cooking of whatever. I don't really spice it up ever. Even if it's just me, I spice it up per bowl. Yeah. Um, But if I put black in. Um, mm-hmm. it's I don't you know I don't run into oh fuck this is too no, hot it's, you it's know pretty mild yeah so I just I I always so again like you don't have to be super crazy I love fucking level ten spice yeah like you know of of the triple X like throw in black throw in even though I know black like Scoville wise is is the second hottest of theirs it's not so. as bad it has um, smoky, but something yeah. about the flavor it just doesn't come off as hot and but yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you, yeah you don't have to go crazy you don't have to be a hot sauce fiend to really enjoy it and and elevate some dishes yeah I'm more of the person that mixes it in so like sour mm-hmm. cream little couple dots mix Fuck it yeah. and then yeah. it's in it's blended Walking in there holy dude yeah so it's it, yeah stuff like Ooh. that like so I'm a blender like you know what I mean I like to I like to add it to something that's not a direct put on. So right. it, it works either way. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's I'll put that shit in the fucking spoon. Yeah. Yes, I like I some look, people and some people do like, some I people, crave it so hard sometimes that I yeah. legit just look for something that I could just put it on. Like yeah. I don't even yeah. eat. I just want sauce. And I'm like, well, what, what can I make? Popcorn. Yeah. I still never mm. done the popcorn. Gotta thing. do it, yeah. man. So good. It feels messy. Like I'm having hot sauce on my fucking fingers and you burn my butter all over your fingers now. Well, you just no messier than, butter on your pop yeah keep i feel like it'd be better putting it in butter and then like spraying it on mm. the whole fucking thing like if i did the brad, if i mixed your yeah, method you with the brad method and then yeah, sprayed it on drizzle, someone did it, it. Yeah. someone did that on yeah someone media. did that i remember them doing they made a mess, I, I prefer the the there's there's little flavor clusters mm-hmm. where the drops hit from so the it's bottle. like normal and then all of a sudden you'll get a hit of a good hit of it and then the next bite of that might be normal i can see like hitting a couple of drops on the top and then eating some popcorn and then hitting a few more i hit a few drops on the top and then i kind of shake it Mm. like a polaroid picture and then i eat down through the hot sauce then i hit more drops and then shake yeah, it that makes sense oh, that, that makes sense yeah, yeah brent just don't touch your dick through a, can you make it through some popcorn without touching your dick or your eye wash your hands buddy yeah, huh. yeah. i'm talking to me don't right cut up right. yeah don't cut up jalapenos that's true i've never touch seen you eye. eat popcorn i don't know you might go fucking popcorn pants off yeah like, well, <laughs> well when you eat popcorn you put a hole in the bottom right that is that happen. where I'm fucking up? Only like, when somebody else is there, not it's by only at the movie. Oh. It's only at a movie theater. Yeah, that's a family so, tradition. I always just did it. No, like, no, no, yeah, no, no. My dad told me ah, to do that, and then I was just like, no. I've always done that with popcorn. Mm, no, that's just oh. that's just for some. That's just a little surprise. Oh, okay, yeah. little surprise. That's if he comes over <laughs> for your birthday. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Or if we go camping and have mm. popcorn. Yeah, that's always. Yeah. yeah. 
You ever had popcorn? You Campfire popcorn? Never have. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I should probably move on. That's why they call it a yeah. pop-up tent. It's latest. It's not but. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so go to uh, your local grocery store, Walmart, Target. Um, Ellie Cateco is, is it's multinational. It's all over the place. Like you can get it in other countries. I've seen people find it in Australia. Um, if you cannot find it, um, you can go to shop com and you can use code Suffolk podcast to save some money when doing it and get an exclusive sticker um, while that happens. And uh, if you're outside the United States, I know some people have had success with um, going to mexgrocer.co.uk. I think that's still a thing. Um, but ultimately, if you just Google um, El Yucateco hot sauce mm. and then like Amazon, your country of El Yucateco origin, will send it to you, yeah, I believe. Right? Your country of origin. I don't know. They won't ship international, what? but um, there is distribution though. They sell to distributors uh, that, that go are international. Mm. So, but if you just search El Yucateco hot sauce and your country of origin, you're going to find some place that sells it. There's going to be some kind of grocery place that and if you go on facebook and wine on the group somebody be like i'll send it to you i know steve foster was trading like canadian fucking syrup for caribbean they're painting somebody i just saw somebody trading paint for it yeah so or paintings should say you can go in there or artwork artwork i guess i don't know so but on that note um also go to uh printer cheap you go to printer cheap to get stickers and printed goods and use code suffocating podcast um and check out to save some money and let them know that we sent you there also check out two day banners that's the number two day banners.com um, and you can get a banner in as quick as two days. Um, I've gotten a couple great quality, uh, fair price, and it came quick as fuck. So go check that out. Also check out uh, Jimmy D's Tees. Uh, you go to JimmyD'sTees.com and across social media. Um, go over there and like and comment and share and buy some of his stuff. Um, he makes stuff for us, and uh, we like to support him. And if you want to support us, you can go to SofaKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. We have T-shirts and hats and all kinds of cool shit over there, so go check that out. Um, also check out, uh, retro vague at retrovague.com. Check out the Mindframe podcast at mindframepodcast.com. If you're into sci-fi or a serial podcast, you want to have your mind bend. It's a, uh, it's mm. pretty tricky. You got to take notes. You got to listen twice. Sometimes you got to pay attention. You can't be fucking off. You could do it on the treadmill or riding a bike or a car ride. Um, we do need to pay a little bit of attention, but it's fucking worth it. Like, uh, I'm excited to get back to it when we do, but I I'm going to have to fuck catch up. Bro. I'm You're making it sound like hard work. Just, I'll just be honest, there's a little it. bit to it. It's a little black mirror mm-hmm. on some spots. I mean, you could just listen to it, but... You're not if you're not Gesa, you might not grab it right away. You know, mm-hmm. she probably solved the riddle. She already knows that she knows the end before Dave. Mm-hmm. She already knows what the next chapter is, and Dave doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking genius. <laughs> so that's all I got. She's gotten it written. Yep. She's like, here, Dave. She's like, this is what should happen. He's like, she's right. She's right. She's right. That's what said. That, that was easy. I'm yeah. redo this in my own hand and paraphrase a little bit to get this done now. So um, we had an email um, in our. Uh, like when we have like a lot of like sub pages on our Sofa King website and the one that's about personal grooming, mm. um, yes. someone posted on that one, uh, Steve Gerboth. It's called scaping. Uh, yeah. It's called yeah. scaping. And yeah. he specifically, he's, he was specifically wrestling with, um, how to tackle, he didn't specify a location. Mm. He just said, how do I tackle too much hair? Right. And I don't know if it meant his hair or I don't know if you guys talked to him at all or heard any clarification. Um, no, said, I mean, he said I mean, something about throwing flour at it and looking yeah. for the wet spot. And that's when I was just trying to like kind of jump to conclusions and be like, I think he's got a girl with a seventies bush and she mm. might be a little heavy. That's just what I got from that email. I mean, I'm, I might be reading into that shit, you know? <laughs> well, I know he's a farm boy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be that cow pussy. Yeah. And, My- <laughs> <laughs> <Dave's> like, <laughs> I, I, I disapprove of both 
both. You started it. Well, I did. That's not. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> mean did. the animal. <laughs> he doesn't mean the animal, Dave. He just means that that some of the the women from that that upbringing. Okay, so yeah, uh, you can go to uh, r forward slash. <laughs> Uh, Sofa King Podcast <laughs> on Reddit, uh, on Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent, Sofa King Dave. Also, Escape check out. It's not very helpful. If you're oh, you can check out our score, like hot sauce, Jimmy D's teas, and Podbelly. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. Don't be a retard. Mm-hmm.